B-roll going. So the B-roll. I'm gonna go so grab my brew. All right. So you got yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when it gets bad though. I am excited to let you know of my adventure that I just um, upheld last night. That was a journey. That was a journey, Mike. Uh, oh, I did get some new headphones, though. Nice. I see you, fam. Uh, I got tired doing the earplug stuff. Ooh. Oh. I like the old-fashioned bottle. That, that, looks, that looks classy. Okay. Bourbon? That, is, that's, that looks like a bourbon barrel. Um, okay. Hey, Got a uh, vanilla? Like vanilla. Well, I'm about to find out today. You gonna right. like that, sir? I, I went to um, Total Wine and just went. I went all porters. <laughs> I didn't even realize I went all porter. I like, oh shit, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. <laughs> By the time I checked out, I was like, well, damn, I had to get two big boss. I mean, two black bosses. That, that's my new thing right now. I got another Baltic for you. It's called Wolf Spit. Oh. Wow. I like the, the names that they're doing. That's that. incredible. <laughs> it's, called, it's, it's from a brewery called Fontaflora here in North Carolina. I'm going to find one called Dragon Sweats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. I don't want to spoil it with the beers because that's going to be part of it. Y'all ready to go ahead and kick it off? Yeah, I think so. We got the um the notes up. We did a sound checks already. I think I think that's our first time having it. Just go smooth. Yeah, we'll see. All right. All right. Let's get the intro. Welcome for tuning in, everybody. This is uh, Mike from the uh, TBD podcast right now. But uh, I'm here with the fellas. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? How's everybody doing today? Hey, everybody's good. Brother. Doing fine. Well, you know how we uh, kick these things off, man. Uh, what y'all drinking? Uh, okay. Well, today, you know me, I'm a porter man, so there's always going to be at least one porter on the menu today. So I got the Double Barley Brewing Thriller in Vanilla. Looking forward to that. I got a couple of those. So I'm going to try them out today. I'm looking forward to it. I love a vanilla porter. I love it to death. Who's that from? Is that like uh, local or is that somewhere? Else? I believe it is local. Um, Smithfield, North Carolina. Smithfield. Nice. Check that out. So, you know, I got to at least get one local just to give them some rep. Yeah, shout out. Uh, what about you, B? What you got? So I'm imbibing today. Got the uh, Hardywood uh, Bourbon Barrel uh, Gingerbread Stout. Ooh. And Hardywood is a uh, brewery out of uh, Richmond, Virginia. Um that is doing numbers right now. They have a they have a um, a coffee stout that was really really good, but this one just spoke to me, man. It's an a, a bomber, um, so it's got that nice ginger on the back end, right. but just a nice good stout. I'm gonna be asleep in a minute though, cause it's nine point two. Oh, oh, well, yeah, I saw that uh, that bottle. That's even that was sexy. Yeah, mm. very good. Mm. Hey, right, what you got? All right, man. So I, I, I can't even say I'm interested today. I really need to hit up and start adding some more uh, range to my beers for this section. But I'm back with the Wicked Weed Pernicious, man. I buy those things by the case at this point. And if all else fails, I will have that in the fridge. Oh, the man. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Dude. Not at all. 
Not a, when you find it, you gotta stick with it. Man, hey, man. It's that, it's hey. that punch and that aftertaste that I really love, and like yeah. I, it's the one I compare all the IPAs to right now. Yeah. That's how the um the black boss mean is now. Now that I've had that one, and also my I think my super go to is the that dragon's milk. Um, I'm gonna try that, man. Which like I said, it's close to dragon sweat, but yeah, dragon's milk. I didn't realize the name was that crazy, but dragon's milk is a it's good, dude. It's good. They got different reserves too. The one I had last week had a like a chai and vanilla flavor to it, okay. and compared to the just straight bourbon of it in the with the original. So like it was a whole different taste. I was like, oh yes, I, okay. I can dig this. I can dig this. Total wine. Say what? Did you pick that one up at Total Wine? Yeah, Total Wine. You can um you can get Dragon's Milk at Harris Teeter too. Okay. Uh, the one uh, right around right near where you live, right? Yes, sir. I'm pretty sure Lowe's has it, and um yeah. I want to say Walmart even. Yeah, Walmart even has Dragon's Milk. But that's it's 15 bucks for four. So yeah, yeah I do got to give uh, Lowe's love. That whole little beer den situation they got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The beer den is my spot. Yeah, man. I I, I want to pull up a seat and just camp out and hang out and talk to my guy, but I feel like there's something wrong with me just sitting in the Lowe's while people picking up bread and milk and cheese, and I'm right. sitting there. Picking up the essentials. <laughs> I, I don't know which one is yours, but the one at Clemens, I feel like they are more than comfortable. It's all They are. Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, B, what you, you brewing anything? Uh, you know, we so, got to finish brewing with uh, that. I, we do. So, like I said, I'm getting ready to brew um, a robust espresso porter. Um, I, I'm, I'm very close to tapping the kicking the keg with the Baltic. And so I'm just waiting to do that to brew. So probably uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I just I just have a thing about brewing when it's 30 degrees outside. I just can't do it, man. Hey, you better put on your parka, put your dad on, <laughs> toboggan on. <laughs> you sound like my brew buddy. He, he, he sent me a message yesterday. He was like, I hope you're brewing tomorrow. Like, yeah, brewing a cup of coffee. I'm not getting outside. I'm not <laughs> pulling up water. Nah, that's brew, a good point. Uh, brew is life, baby. It's so cold that the, the power is going out that morning. Nah, you, you got a point. I'm with you on that one. Hey, man, you don't need power to brew beer. Not when you're outside of it. Go ahead, just <laughs> kick it out. All you need is clean water and some gas. Yeah, that's a good point. I would, I would still barbecue in this. See, good. see, Mike knows all about it. Oh, my wife gets it in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I still had a smoker going. Oh yeah. All right, okay. fellas. So big topic: Super Bowl. Brady, Jesus, that man keeps freaking. <laughs> he can't stop if he wanted to. Uh, it was pretty. I think the unsung hero of the defense. Boy, they smacked him in the mouth, but. Uh, they won. So what's, what's your reactions? What's your feelings? Uh, okay. So I think w- when we talked about it last time, I was looking forward to this uh, particular game because I just thought this was going to be a good one. And if yeah, I didn't expect much out of either defense. So the way that Todd Bowles had that defense playing, I felt bad for Pat Mahomes, man. He was running for his life. Um, <laughs> I actually, by the end of the game, I walked away kind of disappointed not that Brady won and not that uh, Kansas City lost, but the way that the game unfolded, it was just like they, it wasn't the Chiefs that we expected. They actually looked, you know, normal. They didn't, they didn't look like superheroes like they normally look. They, just, they looked yeah. like a JV squad. I felt like those, those penalties right before halftime. And, and, they, and honestly, they could have went either way, but I think those made the game. Like, I don't think – I think whatever energy or bounce back they felt they were going to have, that was it. When Tyrell Matthew got that flag, they immediately scored that touchdown. Mm-hmm. 
I expected them to come and fight a little more, but it felt like uh, I won't say the refs were gunning for them, but man, those those penalties they got right there, they were hurt. They they hurt. They hurt a lot. The refs were trash. Okay, and so it wasn't just me because I was like, no. man, the refs are really alley ooping uh, Tom Brady in the second quarter. <laughs> so I'm a little biased, so it's cool to hear you say that. With me. <laughs> no, they, they were trash. Mm-mm-mm. I didn't really get. To, I was at work, so I had to, I had to watch it with the numbers. I was on Google, just looking at the numbers. Um, every few seconds change. And then I saw um, Chiefs weren't making any plays. I was like, hmm. Even with the numbers, it looks extra boring. So what's what's going on here? But like like Mike said, um, football Jesus, and what what else were you going to expect? I guess. You can't be upset. I mean. No, nah, he can't. I mean, folks used to say, I mean, folks wanted to say really, really bad. He's a system quarterback and blah, blah, blah. Nah, son's just that good. I mean, he left an entire, I mean, left a full team, left an entire different division, came down and won this thing. That's and a great end to a legacy right there, to be honest. Perfect. He could walk out right now. Yeah. You know? um, That's like, um, like how I guess had Durant want to do, like, I'm going to go to the Nets, win my championship. You know, if he does that, or if you went to New York and did that, you'd be like, oh, yeah, you are – you're more than just a ring chaser. Yeah. You're you're a ring getter, you know. I, I uh, wanted him to go to the Knicks, but uh. – uh, Speaking of what you, what you think about Derrick Rose going to the Knicks. I'm happy about it. I'm, I'm a Knicks right. fan, so, you know, mm-hmm. Derrick Rose is 9,000 years old. Um, his his so, knees are 9,000 years old. His, <laughs> everything else is fine. His body has betrayed him. I don't yeah, know. It has. yeah, it has. Yeah, it has. But I'm looking forward to what the Knicks can do. I mean, they're looking better than they're they have looking the last couple great. of years. Yeah. Compared to the last couple of years, last few years, they're looking consistent. Yeah. And I, I like the defense is like that's that's a plot order right there. That's Chef's kiss. How they um they are scrapping for the ball now. Yeah, that wasn't always the case. No, it was like oh, okay, you got the ball, turnover. Um, yeah. Let's pass it back out. Now they're like, let's get this ball, let's get it back onto the um to the offense, let's yeah. get it back to the other side of the court. So. I've been watching it. Um, I think this season I watched almost every game, maybe except for a couple of them. But uh, okay. yeah, I, I've been really impressed with what they've been doing. Okay. Same. I like uh, I like Derrick Rose getting getting any chance he can get. Uh, I love the reunion with uh, Tibbs. Tibbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coach player. I think he knows his role. Help the young guys get buckets. Uh, be a leader. I think he knows what he needs to do. So I'm excited. I think D Rose will hold up his end of the bargain. And like everything Josh said is true. I think the Knicks are headed in a good direction. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to take time and, and consistently headed in this direction. But I like it. And also, uh, Julius Randle has been better than expected uh, this yeah. year, I think. I thought he, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, I think the, the pressure of being in LA maybe got to some of those guys, but seeing him succeed, seeing BI succeed in other places, like, uh, that's pretty cool. Is I'm the brand from see him succeed in New Orleans or whatever outside of New Orleans. Uh, yeah, LA is good too. So. Right, right. No, I, you you get an argument from. I mean, of course, Brent Bi is a, is, is a Duke guy, so I'm I'm a huge fan. Yeah. You know, I was not a Julius Randle fan. Um, you know, <laughs> when he, I was was not a fan, but yeah. I I I, I got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, at least for now. Yeah, please please for yeah, now. That's, I heard okay. like with with his come close to, like contract, he he like he boosts up it shows sometimes. Up. <laughs> it shows up like all right, so, let's play. All right, so like, let's see how it goes the next couple of years. If he can stay this superstar journey up, then I could be like, because like Darlene calling for his head every year. I've known her. I was like, God dang, 
<laughs> what did he do? He's a bum. Get him out of here. He's I don't really have any feelings on him, but I will say he's producing. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't knock it for, for what I see if now. He, I if, he can, if he can grind it out and keep that consistency, I don't see why any reason they couldn't see him uh, without maybe the attitude and the intangibles, but like a Jimmy Butler type guy on the floor. Mm. Right, right, right. A, a fighter. Um, yeah. Ooh, that's he- that's heavy praise. Jimmy I, Butler. So I said yeah. without some of those intangibles. Trust me. Like, okay. I, I, try to, I try to water it down a little. I'll say like, like a, like a, a discount Jimmy Butler. I see no reason why he can't aspire to that. Okay, so that is absolutely something that, that he asked for. Line. Yeah, I can see okay. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But as of right now, no, it's too early. That's like me saying LaMelo Ball is about to be the next Magic Johnson. I'm not on that train, but boy, is he fun to watch. <laughs> yes, that dude is. And I hate the Ball family. That kid's doing it. <laughs> Man. Yo, I was very concerned about it. I told Josh when we drafted him, cause, you know, I, I'm a, I support everything North Carolina, basically. But when we drafted him, I was like, Man, I don't know about this because Ball family just seems boy. It's a lot of boy. baggage that comes with it sometimes. But too. hey, man, he's producing. I like the relationship he seems to have with the guys. It seems genuine. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, maybe it's all. I'm just hoping maybe it's just all misunderstood. But it's bad a lot. <laughs> I, think, I think Jordan like. I think he put his foot down once he even thought about drafting him. Like, if you want your son to get his shine, you can't do shit. You can't even say because I have not heard anything from from the father at all. And you know when Lonzo got on the public, you heard everything. Mm-hmm. So Bob's that he wanted his son on a certain team. So I think with him being on Charlotte, that kind of curved his enthusiasm. Yeah. So well I mean I mean I, don't I, know think, I think that dad I think we all recognize dad's cuckoo for Coco Press. Um, <laughs> and I mean I think he sort of hurt Alonzo. And so Alonzo had to leave LA to sort of and now he's he's doing all right. Yeah. Um, the middle brother was trash squared, you know, and I don't it just was it's I mean, just what it is. Yeah, he, he, he couldn't make the D League, but the young and I'd always heard that the younger was the truth. I mean, yeah, oldest is good, you know, the middle brother is okay, but this is the kid. Not he's six seven, balling like that. Especially with the, the awkward path he took, like you don't really get a chance to see him. But man, he's balling. He's making us look like we're worth watching every night. I know our yeah. league path you's got to be up. <laughs> oh yeah, your standards are pretty good too. Like everybody's a contender right now. You know, um, especially when, I mean, I guess we're talking about teams that you would never think be contenders for the last few years, like the Knicks contenders. Charlotte are definitely contenders with. The it's, way they've been acting. It's still early, Josh. Let's come. I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to win the playoffs already. I'm just saying they look like they can at least get close to the playoffs. Yes. I'm I'm happy to see no one intentionally tanking at this point. That's my right, right, tank. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like for different reasons, like Washington's not going to tank because they got Bill and they got Westbrook. They can't. Like I, I mean, that's like throwing away a year. So they're going to do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, the West is man. The West has got so much going on right now, but. <laughs> I think I think not see people tanking that makes the NBA more worth watching. Like I did not want to watch it the last couple years because everybody was just tanking. Yeah, I I didn't watch it. I mean, but it is good being an East East Coast guy and always Mm -hmm. being an East. You know, it's good to see the East being competitive because the last couple of years they have not. I mean, the 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 West just sort of walks through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you may have the you may have the Celtics, you may have you know whomever. You know, the Celtics can pick somebody. But after that, it's – and once LeBron left Cleveland, it was 
forget it. Yeah. So you're right. We do got some pieces, and I think people moving around a little bit more. But I, I like it. I think people. I, I do think it's funny that when LeBron goes west, everyone comes east. But you know, whatever <laughs> it takes. I'm glad we, like you said, for for what happened with losing the fans between the China stuff and uh, uh, Black Lives Matter and the kneeling and all, all of that jazz. Um, yeah. It's cool to see them do do a competitive product where we can just talk about good basketball. Yes. But I do, I'm going to grab this topic from the bottom and pull it up because we're kind of in that vein. And I'm kind of curious. So uh, the Dallas Mavericks stopped playing the national anthem for a little bit. And it didn't last long. I think someone from The Athletic did an article and they threw that thing back in there, lickety split. I think uh, the commissioner said that everyone's going to play the national anthem regardless. Mm-hmm. Honestly, in my opinion, you know, I put my opinion out and then I'll open it up to you guys. I thought it was a good idea because, I mean, if we're having all this back and forth, if someone asks, like, why do we play it here anyway? Like, we don't really play it before anything else. Like, I remember when I was a kid, we used to do it before the start of every school day, but they don't do that anymore. Nope. So yeah. it, it wasn't a big deal to me. I was like, that kind of makes sense. Like, there's nothing to really talk about for the basketball at that point. How do y'all feel about it? Is it like a touchy thing? Is it like a keep it, don't keep it? Uh, where do you stand on it? Go ahead, Jay. Uh, I mean, for me, I feel like it's just more of a preference. Um, Not, I don't want to say preference because it's, you know, it's it's a national, supposed to be like a national thing, you know, something that's supposed to have you support your country, this country. And but then, you know, there's so much stuff going on, like the freedom, like you have the freedom to talk, but you don't have the freedom to choose. And then when you when you have the freedom to talk. You have to be careful what you say. Mm. So like it's all in that stupid gray area, you know. Like that you you could do a whole podcast series just on that. I mean, I think if he didn't want to and he wasn't being disrespectful to anybody's um, creed nationality, then he, sh- he should have the right to be like, hey, if you want to stand up for your own little personal national anthem, then go ahead. But we're not gonna play it. Okay. No, we give like you could give like you know two minutes of silence for whatever, for the game starts to pray, to stand up for your country and then keep it going. If you wanted to play it, then he had the right to play it. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, man. You know, I, I saw that. And, you know, Josh knows this. I mean, being an Army brat, everything I did, every sporting event, every band concert, every, hell, every detention hall, you know, mm-hmm. you just did, a, did the Pledge of Allegiance or you – you know, he played the national anthem, and it just was what it was. I have no idea when that started and why it was started, but I don't feel that you can mandate that. And I've never been a fan of you mandating. You got to say the pledge, and you got to right. say, you know, the pledge of allegiance, and you got to sing the national anthem. Um, I was fine with the Mavericks saying, "No, nah, we're not going to do it," and especially if that was if that was an organizational kind of decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, because whether the Mavericks or the Knicks or the Redskins or whoever, whatever sporting team you have, if they decide that doesn't affect my pride in my home country. Right. I agree. It it, it has nothing to do. I mean, so I don't really care, but I I was bothered that the commissioner said, hey, everybody's going to play the national anthem. Oh, wait a minute. You know, so if that's the case, then we have teams in Canada, so we got to play theirs every time, whether they're in the stadium or not. True. Point. 
True. So that that's my take. I will say that I think uh, it was probably more people appeasement than anything, to be honest. Like, I feel like a certain section of America would feel like those players are being unpatriotic. Like, I think the whole Black Lives Matter and anti-cop thing probably made them feel a certain kind of way. And this, like, would be a controversy avoided in the, the commissioner's eyes. But I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think it's not necessary. Like, it's not, like you said, it's not going to impact my patriotism. And honestly, I'm here for the sport anyway. We don't really exactly. need, right. you know, 17 different renditions before we actually play. So, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. What's next? Yeah, Super Bowl halftime show, man. What y'all think of the weekend? <laughs> they didn't watch it. They didn't, they didn't go back to watch it. Was, was it good? Uh, Bernard laughs. It wasn't bad. Bernard laughs. I don't know. <laughs> so, if like, you're a week, so the week, if you're a weekend fan, I imagine you liked it because you get to hear the weekend. But I, I had to sit back and think, like, yo, I've never intentionally, like, Oh, I'm gonna put the weekend on right now. I didn't even yeah, know. Oh, I'm not a, I'm not a, like I like a couple of his singles that are out. His oh, hot snap. ones. Snap! The weekend's about to drop an album. Well, let me ask you this: <laughs> what, what was better, Bruno Mars halftime show or the weekend's halftime show? I would say Bruno Mars because he's a better performer. Yes. Okay. Okay. Was, Bruno's a better performer. Mars. I mean, uh, uh, I mean, uh, uh, the weekend, weekend? seemed like he's not. I don't really know him that well, but I don't get the impression that he's like a dancer performer type guy. Like a live like show? No, like I don't, like he, maybe he does, but he probably himself doesn't do a lot. Yeah. And then I never really understood his whole, the bandage face thing he had I going on. And they tried to sort of deal with the that during the Super Bowl, but I was half asleep through it. I just didn't yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hey, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. Nah, I feel like they should just get someone that has a really popular song that we all would just like to sing with at that time. I mean, I think that's what they meant with the weekend. Like he's one of the hot guys. Right there. They need to pick uh, more performers. That's that's I guess what they maybe that's just me. I'm out of touch. I'm I'm washed. I'm out of that nah, demographic. Son, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> We're old. We're old, yeah, Mike. We're old. I feel like if you're gonna do a halftime show, you need to you need to act the hell up. You need to perform. So like you know even I'm not a huge Beyonce fan but Beyonce killed it. Yes. Even last year with Jennifer Lopez bringing out uh, yes. uh, Ariana Shakira. or whoever Shakira, Shakira. yeah yes. that was good. Uh, but, I mean that's to be man. booty bias but yeah that was a nah, that's cool be that was a bias. good show. Yeah that's what kind of pot it is. <laughs> 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 nah but uh, you're right. So man. I appreciate <laughs> your honesty. <I> <laughs> You didn't hear not one lyric. Uh, what, but the, what, the, the, the halftime show, the commercials were all kind of meant to be this year. I just talked oh, it up to like, maybe it's because it's the COVID year. I, th- I threw away everything. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I yeah. just, like I said, I did see the trailers. I saw a couple of the trailers, though. Let's, you want to get back into that? Yeah, yeah. Let's say Fast and Furious for nine because I'm looking forward to that one. Okay. What less. about your boy Connor? You want to talk about your boy Connor before we get to it? Or uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Let's talk about Connor. So, Connor, Humble Connor came out 257 UFC and just got smashed. Dismantled. Yep. <laughs> just, he got taken apart like a G.I. Joe, man. I was like, oh my <laughs> God. And, um, and so I've noticed a lot of people saying like he was a lot more humble this, this go around, this campaign. Like he wasn't as he was yep. he was a lot lot less um intense in his in his uh, his pregame his pre-fight weeks you know not not the ah I'm Irish it was just more like all right let's have a good fight yeah nah, nah, nah. 
Not that I'm gonna whoop your ass and all that other shit. So people are saying that that's what made the big difference in the fight. That he wasn't as intense as he should have been, mm-hmm. and it, that traveled to the actual ring instead of him just coming out like he should. Like he looked great the first half of the first round because he had that 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 predatory walk into him. Like he was just hunting him down, pushing him. He just kept pushing him. But um, my man, what's his face? Starts with a D. Like he, I mean, he answered every call. Like he was not afraid of his walking one bit and just kept kicking his leg, kicking his leg, kicking his leg. Bow, bow, bow. I was like, man, what was that? Oh no, that was the uh, I was putting on the footage and uh, I didn't mute it fast enough. But you're right, like his whole post fight. The leg kicks were good. That low calf kick was very good. The leg was dead and then. Just wasn't as comfortable as I needed to be, you know what I mean? It's the inactivity and that's it. But Dustin's a some some fighter and you know, if you're in here, if you if you put in the time in here, you're gonna get cozy in here and that's it. I just I have to dust it off and come back and that's it, and that's what I will do. This sport is so much better with you in it. Are you telling us that we're gonna see you in 2021 in the next few months? Of course, I need activity guys, come on. You know it's you just you don't get away with being inactive in this business and that's the way it is, so need a paycheck, guys. Yeah. So yeah, like you said, he was way more humble than usual. I mean, but mm-hmm. like 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 we said, ass whooping will humble you better than anything, boy. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but I think like uh, that that one specific part I just picked out because uh, Adesanya fought uh, probably what a month ago or so in a previous UFC, and he waxed his component too, and it was like surgical leg kicks, boy. Like mm-hmm. uh, homie knots and blood running down his leg. And I was watching that doc dude that I watched right down the sports, and he was talking about how the veins and stuff that run uh, right on that part of his knee, like how you can just cripple a person by attacking that. And it's, although not as surgical and as intentional as Adesonia, it was basically the same thing with Connor. He just, he just yes. it's, it's like um, it's like kidney punches or you know just straight body blows in boxing. You know, you take away, you take away your abs, you take away everything. Yeah. Well, this was my question for you, for, for Connor, coming from this. Like, it seems like with everything he's got going on, his business, uh, uh, whatever, whatever he's got in his life. Oh, the whiskey? Yeah, whatever. It, it, it seems like people were saying he's too distracted from that to really be what he was before. Do you think the best of Connor is behind him, or do you think he still has some of that coming? Oh, he could, he could easily come back. Yeah. He's right. young. He's still, like, in prime fighting age if he just like you say if his issue is being distracted he even said in a ring like you know he hasn't really fought he might be training but he hasn't he's not fighting okay all right so if if he puts that stuff like more to the side i mean shoot if manny pacquiao can run a country and a business and still be in his what mid 40s yeah Yeah. (laughs) and still wax a guy that's 10 years his, his younger governor pacquiao i mean i i just wonder What's the shelf life? I mean, you can see the shelf life of a of a boxer. And I mean, Manny Pacquiao's not normal. You know, I don't think Floyd Mayweather's normal. I don't think some of these guys are normal. But by and large, what is the shelf life? I mean, MMA, UFC, you can't have 10, 15 years of this, can you? Not if you're not good. <laughs> I mean, but... But even if you are, Josh, like, I mean, I can't imagine... Can't... Yeah, exactly, B. Go ahead. You, you write on no. it. No, I mean, I mean, I just wonder, unless you're just juicing like crazy, can your body withstand? I mean, so the video that we watched, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was watching that leg kick. You know, I had patella tendon surgery and it was arthroscopic, but I thought I was half dead. Mm-hmm. And I was just running down the steps. <laughs> so if you're taking a beating like that, you know, every three months, every single, how long does your body have before it just says, I'm going to holler at you? You know, I mean, that's, that's why I, that's why I said, like, if you're so let's let's bring up Floyd Mayweather, for example, you know, don't like him. But once again, I respect the hell out of his skills. And you look back at his fights, he may have been knocked down a few times, maybe a handful of times in his illustrious career. So his body hasn't taken any damage other than what he puts in the workout. Mm. You know, he does take hits. I won't, I won't knock that, but he's taking them and he's he's able to buffer the hits. Oh, yeah. So it's not like he's um like Muhammad Ali. You know, Muhammad Ali could tank a hit. He could tank it. Mike Tyson could tank hits until he can't no more, you know? Yeah. And that's why Floyd, he's he's the master of evasion, of, you know, bobbing, weaving, dodging. So him not taking his, – his head is fine, I would suppose, other than age that's going to give him. But training and functional skills actually can offset that because you've trained it so high. Like, you could train it to a, a high amount, and then once you start having that age coming down, then you're going to start taking some – some negatives, but you're still higher than the average person or higher even than a, you know, elite athlete, I would say still. So like, I, I think with McGregor, he's taking some damage, but he's not like, that's not his game though. He doesn't tank hits. Like he's, he puts them down fast and he gets it out. So oh. it, I think it depends on your, on your style. So I'm going to jump in here. I, I agree to a point, Josh, but I pulled this picture up again because the whole time he was talking, I was staring at his ear. Yeah. Bingo. He got that Kyle Fire yeah. sign of taking hits. And I think there are things that you'll see from these guys, but there are things that you won't see. And I agree that every sport, to some extent, mm-hmm. takes a physical toll. Like boxing and UFC, probably definitely to the far end, taking the most, followed by football and other things right, right. where guys post are not going to play. And I think there's an exception to every rule. You'll probably see guys like LeBron and others walk away where their bodies seemingly fine, but you'll see a lot of guys, man, messed up toes, messed up knees, messed up like can barely walk right, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think Floyd probably did escape it. Like, I think being an escape artist is probably his, you know, helped him out. But, you know, post. But I also worry about these guys coming back. And we're going, you know, we got a, a question about that mm-hmm. coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder, like, like B said, like there's a point where your body can't take it, and it's not necessarily that one punch, but it's the accumulation. It's the accumulation of them. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Like it's going to depend on the person, I think, more than anything. Um, my last thing I'll say is, is like you have to put like a, a a give or take. You know, let's let's say you're an average fighter, and like let's say if Mike Tyson wasn't a freak that he was, and he fought the way he did, he would not be able to come back. Yeah. If, if another person fought like Mike Tyson, people do fight like Mike Tyson. They do not last nowhere near as long like i would give the shelf life like boxing like i if i had if i boxed i probably would not box past 36 if i started like at the age 20 like so i'll give myself 15 years and that's that and that's, dude if i know, boxed i wouldn't make it past the third <laughs> round 
But think about that. Think about the interview with Tyson after they fought. Think about how like Tyson was out of breath, but he's walking around talking and shit. Roy Jones looked like he was about to pass the hell out. Exactly. That's what I say. He was like, "We're gonna do this again, again." right?" And he's like, "I'm gonna think about it, bro." Talking about family and shit. Okay, that's a perfect example. Mike Tyson seems to be in a better genetically shaped person because he fought way before. It's genetics. And your ten- it's like you know if you watch an anime they talk about it's just gotta be your genetics your tenacity your will to fight and I think Mike Tyson if you had to make like a bar graph he overshadows Roy Jones in that because like Mike said he was he looked like he just did a workout compared to Roy Jones like he fought for his life and and just happened to survive. Yeah. So who had been out of the re- the the fight game Tyson. the longest? Has Tyson been out longer? Yeah, Tyson didn't fight for like almost half a decade. No, over a decade. Okay. Roy Jones has just fought like what, 2018? Because it just seemed like Roy just fell off. But he's he's part of his ready to retire, man. I think that's part of it too. Yeah, I think so too. I think he wanted that money. It was like tired of people in your head. You just want to be at home play 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 Xbox with your kids. Maybe that's let's play fight night. I'll be Roy Jones. (laughs) All right, fellas, we'll keep it moving on that one. On to the trailers that drop. We got three. Uh, I know we talked about coming to America too before, but we officially have a trailer and we can officially react to the trailer. Fast and Furious Nine, obviously, we gotta include that. And Falcon mm. and Winter Soldier coming up. Uh, whether you see or not, we'll get some reaction to see what you guys think. So, right, first one. I think I hear somebody ready to talk about Falcon and Winter. So, B, what's your thoughts on Falcon and Winter? Soldier? Listen, fanboyed out. I watched yes. it three times. Nice. I'm ready, and I, I I just think that I'm in a Marvel mode right now. I just binge watched all of the X Men movies, but I need this. I'm I'm in, I'm I'm experiencing Captain America withdrawal right now. I'm in <laughs> Avengers withdrawal right now, so I need this. Yeah. Um, I was stoked about the uh, the trailer, so you know, and I think the dynamic between those two that's gonna be hilarious. Buddy cop, bro, buddy cop. Yep, I like yeah. it. Uh, I, I definitely um, agree with the last half. I'm, I'm actually marveled out <laughs> for the most part because uh, I think me and Mike, we watched them as they came out. I said, roll down, we watched them, bad boys. Mm-hmm. And I think I may have watched a couple movies more than once. I don't normally do that, but uh, Marvel, they, they, they got good movies. Yeah, they do. Um, but I think I am ready for more of this Damn, this type of display with the TV shows. I think you just got WandaVision, so I'm going to binge that pretty soon. And I've been looking forward. I, if anything, the most I've been looking forward to was WandaVision because it's going to change a lot of things, in my, in my opinion. That in the What If series, when that comes out. Can I ask a question? Hit me. And forgive me. Hey, Jay, have you watched any of WandaVision yet? No, I, I must start this week, next week, I think. Mike, have you watched any of it? Not yet. I just got them, so that's why I haven't watched them yet. Have you? Okay. I've seen the first two, and I want to wait until you all watch it first. Okay. okay. Well, oh, sure. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. One, one, Stop one reading me. One Stop reading me. You watched the first two. You watched the first two. So I don't know what this is. <laughs> first two, and that's why I, I'm going to wait until you catch up. <laughs> I'm we not going to say that. Be sure you hype it up. I, no, I'm I not appreciate hyped. the, the no. inquiry of it. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's, I've been looking forward to that. I've been waiting for Mike to get this. So I am. Um, Rainer's Story looks good. I like the buddy cop dynamic. I hope it's not too. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I, you get you get a lot of hate from the Winter Soldier. Like God, I hate this guy, and I hope it's, they don't lay into that too heavy. Like I want to eventually be like working as a team and yeah. still have that dynamic. But like you know, you're a little kid, and you know I like I like this little staring contest at the end. That was funny. They're like having to stare at each other the entire time. What's what's going on? What's going on, guys? So I I love that part. If they keep stuff like that, but keep it kind of light and throughout, I think it's gonna be a great back and forth. Um, I like you, but I hate you type thing, and <laughs> it's gonna be a lethal like weapon kind of deal. Yeah, man, get too yeah. old this shit type stuff. So hopefully, <laughs> that that's that look look the it looks like a movie actually. If you look okay. at the production into it, the quality, it had like movie type feel. So that's gonna be I think the the special effects and the um action pieces in the arcs are, are going to be Marvel movie type of uh, level. I, I just think I, I just think Anthony Mackie's such a, a an incredible actor so yeah maybe yeah. I'm biased so no I mean I think if I had to put like in a I, cause I, I was comparing him and like maybe Michael B Jordan cuz they're not, they're not the same age but you know they they get compared to each other a lot of times. Sure. I, I think I actually prefer Mackie's acting more than Michael B. Jordan's. Mm. I feel he has a more of a more range, a more dynamic, more. Mm. I don't know. Like I love Michael B. Jordan's acting, like when he plays certain roles, but it always feels kind of the same for what I've seen. Sure. And Mackie has a little bit more range, I think. And I, I like. Sure. I think for me, when it comes to being biased towards an actor, I like an actor that has range. Okay. That's that's just the way I, I like it. You know, I'd rather see him if you could do a comedy and then do a, a drama easily. Like you're already on my list. Like you know, Adam Sandler is one of my favorite actors. Well, he did. And, and Mike, I've just jumped all over you, so I apologize. Um, I mean, he did, he did The Wire. I mean, I, I would imagine that the kid has range. I, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he could do comedy. I, I wonder if he has the com- comedic chops like a, a Mackie. But I think he has range. I have to agree with B here, because look at look at these, look, just look at these. Chronicle, Fahrenheit 451. I think that's the one where the outlaw books. I didn't see that one. That was pretty. I like that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fantastic Four, which I felt like he had to pay his dues before he got to be in Black Panther. Yeah. Creed, which Creed. You can't hate on Creed. Just Mercy. Yeah. That's range. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me just Mercy's not range. Red Hell. You can't tell me that's not. Red I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that he doesn't act. I'm just saying he can act his ass off. I'm just saying like it's just. I just feel Mackie has a better. What's Mackie's uh, name? I can't think of his full. What's his full name? Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. But so Anthony Mackie's older. So he did. He ate me. What he did a Spike Lee joint. You know, right. I think he played Martin Luther King, or he he played something. It's a it's on an H. It's an HBO film. Uh-huh. So Mackie's a little older. He has he has some depth to his resume. Yeah, I, I think that's what I, to me that's just what show. I'm not like I said. I said like they're right there. But I just feel like if I had to pick someone, I'd definitely pick Mackie. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. But I would, I, I would never say like if, if he, if Michael B. Jordan was to win an award over Mackie for what he did, I would not, I would never knock it. I'd be like, he probably definitely earned it because sure. he acts his ass off, and I do appreciate. It. I just, it's, just, it's like, it's like that one minor little detail. I'm like, yeah, I get what Mackie's doing. I, I can see what he's doing a little bit more. I appreciate that just yeah. that much. That's all. I think, I think my take on this, and not to even be like. In the middle, dude is. I'm just glad that there's black actors doing this well that we can have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can have this conversation absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so taking that, I think 
What about Coming Tyrese? America, <laughs> I was going to say, Coming to America is probably better to follow up with this. But I'll fire it off. So the positives to me, everybody came back, man. Like seeing that trailer, that was the biggest thing. Seeing all the old characters that we all know and love back in their same roles, which I don't like when they try to upgrade or dismiss people or stuff like that. So yeah. I, I thought that was, they went and found the OGs. And honestly, it, it made me start thinking of like Black Bill and Ted when I was watching it, based on how they introduced the new characters and the, and the younger people are more the storyline than the older people in that that kind of way. So I'm excited for those reasons, like just to see everybody. Um, and I just decided to quit hating on the movie, man. Like I, I was listening to myself and I was like, dang, you would think I don't even like coming to America, but yeah, nah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Nah, like I, I I like it. I'm, I want to see what they do. I don't know that I specifically asked for it, but maybe they'll surprise me and give me something that I like. Like I said, Bingo. to me, just everybody back. Yeah. It's good. What y'all think, man? I think uh, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I think I'm more. I want to see what the surprise is, because uh, I might be surprised how close to the first one it is. And it might it might be closer than I want to give credit to it, because when I watch, I'm like, hmm, going millennials, even though I'm millennial, but. <laughs> generation whatever uh, I don't like this but I I think they put I don't I don't think they um I don't think it's a, as much as a money grab cuz you can tell what a money grab is you know I think they actually put some some production into it put some thought into the writing they made it they have, you have to update it you know if that two people is going to understand old comedy or old coming to America as much so I I'm hoping that they made that transition and if you get a little bit of both worlds, like, okay, you know what? I get this. And not just because you solved this scene in the first one, it's because they evolved the story to yeah. today. If they could do that and it's, and it's seamless and not too much, I think, I think I'll, I think I'll, I know I'm, I know I'm going to laugh. I'll probably laugh at a couple of good scenes. I think I'm not, not going to laugh. I, when we sent the text out, I was already laughing. And I mean, I said it in text, look, this is going to be hilarious. And I mean, Mike just talked about it, you know, in the last segment. I mean, you got this all black cast with the exception of Louis Anderson. I mean, it is just black excellence throughout this. But I just feel like, to your point, Josh, you know, it's not a money grab, but mm-hmm. this is going to be, I think this is going to be a throwback, you know, for folks that are younger than us. You know, I think this has the potential to make folks go back and see the first one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it's gonna be good. This is gonna be the comedic genius of Eddie Murphy. I mean, you know, I I dig all things. You know, what's my man that played in Blade? Wesley Snipes. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm just ready for this. And maybe it, and maybe it's the the 47 year old B just trying to be nostalgic. Uh, but oh, this yeah, is gonna yeah. be good, man. You know, I know I mean, I'm old man turtle, but. I, I, I'm ready for this one. Man. Master Splinter here. I think this was one time B was right. Like I, like I said, I have to give it up. Like he made me like go back and like re look at my position here, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I think I think it will. I think I was holding it too too much scrutiny on it, but I'm excited to just see it. Like this, said, this can, could be the if bridge. If you can go watch Justin League and have no opinion, I can go enjoy it coming to us. <laughs> Facts. Facts. They probably know this could this could be that bridge from 80s to 2010s and up because I yeah you just you just can't let go of that that era I just I I'm, I would never let go of that era 
Yeah. Now, even though I'm not the biggest Eddie Murphy or even uh, Richard Pryor fan, like I could go back and watch the movies and just be like, this is ahead of its time, even all of it, even before now. You know, it's I think I it's still ahead of its time. Not that long ago, and I was like, yeah, it's still good. You yeah, watch like, what? Trading Places. Yeah, Trading Places. <laughs> like my favorite right now, even though it, even though it's a Mel Brooks film, um, Blazing Saddles. Listen, Blazing Saddles. Bruh, ahead of its time, man. Like, that movie still ain't ready for the world. <laughs> nah, nobody's ready for that, man. So, like, I watched that. I was like, this is, this is great stuff, man. Like, Mel Brooks, I wish... I mean, he gets, he gets, he gets, he gets a pass in my, in my book. <laughs> I'm going to watch this movie just for Sherry. Sherry's still like it, man. Look at this. Look at this black hair. Eddie, Shari, James Earl Jones, Wesley, James Amos. Good, uh, but there's so many. Garcelia, where has she been? I, mean, I remember she was in. Oh, she's Washington. got a podcast out. They're, they're just talking some other stuff. Okay. Oh, Michael Blackson's. I didn't know Michael Blackson was in it. Oh, see, like they got all the um, what they they have the old um comedy. There's a lot of young people, I guess now. Yeah. Young people too, oh, but uh, not the boss. What what was that comedy thing back in the um in the nineties that everybody got their their um. Oh, uh, Def Camp, Def Camp, yeah, yeah, they got a lot of Def Jam people. They got a lot of Def Jam. And and that's hilarious. I think that would be a great connection with the old and the new, and if it works out, you know. Oh wow! Yeah, I thought it. Clyde Jones was uh Scotty Pippen for a second. Like they got Scotty Pippen in it. Yeah, he does look like him. <laughs> <laughs> for real? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, like what? they got everybody. Yeah, I mean they got some. They got some good. I'm surprised they don't have Tiffany Haddish in it, though. Yo, she, I feel like she's been chosen, bro. Like, somebody. Not that I don't like her, but I feel like she is getting pushed in everything. So, I saw this uh, clip from... I saw Cat Williams do this. Um, he was doing a podcast or an interview on a radio station. Mm-hmm. And it sounded straight up like hate, but it made perfect sense. He was like, have you all... Folks still don't trust her because they don't know she can stand up for an hour and do a comedy scene. I mean, could do a comedy show. They don't know if she can stand up there and tell jokes for an hour. And, you know, she's getting pushed, but somebody else wrote the script for Girls Trip and somebody wrote the script for blah, blah, blah. Because I think it was Kevin Hart. Yeah, it does sound like hate, but I mean, you think about it. Your true comedians Mm -hmm. stand up on that stage and deliver them jokes. Right, right. And the last time I heard she tried, she did that and bombed. I mean, they was mm. it was almost like Sandman was about to come out with the cane from the Apollo. I mean, oh, shit. I, I don't know if she just had a bad night or, or whatever. I mean, but I just find her loud. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Just just tone down, baby. Just, just calm down. And I feel like there's a lot of other female black comics that have more chops than she does. So like you didn't yep. have to pick her, but I feel like she's like you like you said she's got something behind her, some machine that she really exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we all know like Monique and Samore are monsters. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Monique, yeah. Monique is playing the angry black woman right now, but I mean, I hear she got some legit gripes, but it's not helping her case. Like, Right. She's not helping her case, but you're going to go see Monique because you yeah. know Monique's going to show the hell out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's that's that um definitely that that bridge that we're trying to trying to um, bring back, because yeah. that was the difference between now and then. Like you, you knew people didn't really have ghostwriters or 
You know, yeah. they like all their material was their material. Yeah. And nowadays it's more like if I can perform great, then what's the difference? But yeah. if you get put on the spot, people are not gonna appreciate that. You can put Richard Pryor on the spot. He can say something serious fuck, but you get you're gonna laugh at me at the same time you're gonna be like, I get what you said. Like Dave Chappelle, they should put us the exact same thing. You know, like that show we did on what's it from George George um you know that show he did in Central Park, whatever. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was just pretty much talking from the cuff. Yeah, yeah, it was like a like it was a serious ass, it was a serious ass mm-hmm. conversation. But at the same time, you had you had that Dave Chappelle personality into it. Like it was a joke here and there. It was a funny take on it, but he got his point across. Yeah. And it was it was more point across than just trying to make somebody laugh. It was just like I need to let this out. Yeah. But you you would want to like my dad sent me that. That dude sends me nothing. <laughs> wow. He's like, I didn't even know he even liked Dave Chappelle like that, to be honest. He's like, yo, you see this? I'm like... My dad couldn't get past the curse words. Who's this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like... I mean, I think it's, it's all about... They're like, you know... We were talking about NBA players and, like, how they have that. Like, we made a comparison between Kobe and Butler. Or, no, it was, like, Butler, Kobe, and Westbrook. They all have that same tenacity, that intensity. But... One of them have a better draw to bring you in. The Kobe. other one has slightly a better draw. Like Butler has a better draw to bring you in. Westbrook, as far as I've seen, he has little draw. Like you want to come and see him, but like does the team want to revolve around him as much? Right. As you would compare them. I'm not saying they don't, but if you would compare them to like a Kobe team, how many was uplifted by Kobe compared to how many is uplifted right. by Westbrook? You, you wanted to, you wanted to play for Kobe. You wanted to ball. Right, with Kobe. right, right. So Westbrook. You gonna, you're not sure you won't fight him yet. Right. Exactly. Because he's crazy enough. It's right. a different energy. Like they might be the same outcome they want, right. but the way like that it's all about energy. Like yeah. you can't you can't touch it, you can't see it, you can't but yeah. it's the unwritten thing. Like you you could just feel it. Yeah. You Mike, know? you teed this up a little bit, but Jimmy might be closer to Kobe than we think from a mm. An aspirational standpoint from a I'm gonna drag this team with me either you're gonna be right oh yeah that, that's what I was yeah he might be there that's what I was saying like when we had the last podcast like I agree with Michael there <laughs> like if you compare Westbrook to Butler I would rather follow Butler yeah. than Westbrook well but, and Westbrook is a force of nature Kobe even talked about the fact that you know mm-hmm. he's the one that's the kind that's I want to play with but he doesn't make you want to he doesn't make you want to run through that brick wall of fire. With Jimmy, Jimmy did. Jimmy made Jimmy dragged the the Heat through the playoffs into the finals. I mean, he dragged them, and they they wanted to run through bullets for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think Westbrook is there yet because he's always on ten. Yeah, and it's, 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 I, I'm I'm gonna go just back to my my energy. Like it's just like you just have to find that match. You know, yeah. maybe yeah. the team that you're on just does not have that that energy to match yours to actually go through the trenches with you the way you want them to. But yeah. I bet if you never play with that same tenacity, but there's a different type of energy that would make them do it. Like, you know, Butler had the issue with the Minnesota and that's why he got, yeah. they just, they didn't want to match him. They didn't want to match him. That but to me yeah, seems just, like a, uh, not to jump on you, B, this that no, seems no, like no, a no. generational thing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, yeah, I imagine exactly. those yes. young guys came it's in good. like with that softer, outer shit. And Jimmy was old school abrasive yes. and couldn't deal with it. Real let's go. No, let's get this grind. Let's get this grind. Mike, Mike said it exactly. That's exactly yeah. what it is. 
So that's why I said I bring it back to the to the comedy thing. It's the exact same thing, you know. A lot of comedians don't have that exact same energy as you would get from a Dave Chappelle. Even though I think Dave Chappelle's like one of the last of that type of generation. You know, your Richard Pryors, your um, D.L. Hughley's, you know, the Kings of Comedy, your Bernie Macs. Like, I mm-hmm. I know some of them appreciate, but it's not going to be the exact same. They're going to probably jump to mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish more, to the loud and just make a loud sound and make something that's referential. So it's it's that that's what I said. I think coming to America too might bridge that gap a little bit more. You can have both, and you can actually combine them and fuse them. And who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I, I, do, I don't want to go off on a tangent. I just this is purely a B question. Mm-hmm. To your point, Jay, do you think a Kevin Hart and a Cat Williams are they are they on, are they in the same tier as a? Uh, a Dave Chappelle, because I agree with you. Dave Chappelle's a throwback. Dave Chappelle could stand with Red Fox and he could stand with Richard Pryor and Eddie. And he could, he could, I think he could, you could put him in that era. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It'll be funny. Dave Chappelle, hit, he's hit, he's definitely hit that, that age and that, um, that experience level. Cause like his, his last few shows are Richard Pryor rest or like, um, yes, what's the white guy's name? George Carlin. They're George Carlin, especially yes, George Carlin. Yes, they are. You know, um, in terms of your question, if I had to say between Cat Williams and Kevin Hart, which I got to separate those two already. I think Cat Williams gone through so much shit. So I don't even know about it. He just, I feel like he could. I don't think Kevin Hart could now. Not not, not just yet. He's gone too commercial? I feel like he's more like a Tiffany Haddish campaign um, mm. to me right now. Like he just, they both kind of sing that same energy. Because okay. I laughed at both in the beginning, but after a while, I, I got tired of it. Right. You know, and I, I apologize on. for taking us off on a tangent. My bad. That's what the show is oh, all about, baby. I think but, I think uh, is Cat had a chance and he burned yeah. the bridges that Kevin Hart did not. And I okay. think that's why they have a problem. Ooh. And I feel like Tiffany Haddish. I just feel like she, like like we agree. I just think she has the machine behind her. But I also wonder what she's like in real person in real life because the person I think common is would not be the person. I thought that same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like maybe I just don't know either of these people. But Mike, I thought, I was like, Mike, oh. send me your send me your address so I can send you my tides. You preaching right now, <laughs> man. I I thought the same thing. I didn't know they were even a thing. Yeah. But yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know celebrities, yeah. so I, who, who am I to judge? Who am I? But I guess to get us out of this, uh, wrapping up the trailers, Fast and Furious Nine came out. The big takeaway from this oh. Dom's brother. Uh, Bruh. <laughs> the explosive <laughs> man himself, John Cena. Well, it's actually what The Rock and Jason Statham did, but just with. Uh, Y'all gonna want to fight me on this one. There you go. I like don't, it. Don't excite like, yourself. <laughs> I am psyched about this movie. I think oh, okay. John Cena is garbage. Ah. I, I'm sorry, dude. I appreciate the fact you. I appreciate the fact that you're into acting right now. You're no longer wrestling. I get it. You can't see me. I can't see you in this damn movie. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this movie, and I'm gonna stop there. I'm excited about this movie. No, I, no, no. I, go ahead, go ahead. I want to see the foolishness because it's Fast and Furious, but I know what you mean. Like the acting and everything will not be as good as it was in The Rock and Jason. It, it just can't. Oh, They're God. not okay. here. But the B movie esque goodness of Jason Statham from the Marine 
if they can Come put on. that lightning in a bottle with a little bit of Fast and Furious magic, because I mean nobody cares about the plot. If they just fight super good explosions, super good, you know, drive to a build, whatever you can think <laughs> of this time that we haven't done. Yes. But I I I know I understand exactly what they can basically not Mike, they literally pulled in a dag on airplane. I'm talking a supersonic spy airplane with a magnet. Oh, this is about to be bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Next level stuff. Um and I love that uh Ludacris is the tech guy somehow. Like that just <laughs> low-key happened and no one addressed how that like how that came did he take it to ride course and just not tell us? Like what happened? Yo, I see you sitting your ass doing nothing. Get your life together. <laughs> so Ludacris said, you know what? Oh my god. <laughs> Let me go take my PC course. <laughs> <laughs> but, no. uh, have, have you watched the first nine, the first eight? Yes, sir. I've seen every last one okay. of them. So, I, so night, and you were giving me shit about the fact that I'd seen them all, and you were like, "Look, it's not really that good." I, I love just said, it. I just said the the, the, the follow like be like Mike said, oh my be, yes. no, it's like the best. But <laughs> like, like the whole trailer. Oh wow. I think when people say they take it too seriously, then I like then I lose interest. I'm like, yo, it's it's a great movie. It's a great bad movie. That's that's what I put it. It's like it's like a better Sharknado. I don't even look at it that way. Like to me, it's like I just want to go have a good time. I yeah. want to yeah. insane stunts. I yes. know the acting and story and plot are not going to be great. A drama. It's basically like, a Transformers movie to me because I I want to hey, see hey, all the no 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 not like that not like that. I'm talking about like. My perfect transform, like Michael Bay is still behind the helm of it, but it's all action. Okay, so you know I got a question. And I agree. Where the hell did Han come from? Han was dead. Bruh, I'm about to I'm about to to, um watch them all over again. Just just to see there's a clue. So just to see there's some type because they showed his death twice. Right. This I need to (laughs) And both times it's like Han is dead. I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. How could he get out that car wreck without not dying? (laughs) He has to die. <laughs> Jason Statham killed him. He walked. He was there with the body. He confirmed the body. He died. I, I, I hate to break the fourth wall, but I'm going to be the one to say it. If I'm Han, I'm calling Fast and Furious directors and producers every day like, fam, you guys are too successful for me to be dead and to stay right. dead. <laughs> I need some money. I need some of this. If Han's a clone, I would actually accept that more than anything. What? If they bring in cloning and fast enough, I mean, but I right, think about it, think about it. What okay, was okay. their what was the first the first movie? The first fucking movie Dom and his crew were stealing DVDs. Oh god, you're right. Now all of a sudden he's a super trained. His brother is a even more super trained super spy. His whole family are apparently like in the mafia. I, they were stealing DVDs and now they're doing super heists. International heists. International right. heist for whatever underground. Literally, Fast and Furious universe movie by movie. I know, I know, I know, but like, <laughs> but here's here, here's the deal, and the reason why I just can't see John Cena, and I, I'm sorry, I'm the old guy. Okay, it is obvious that Dom has some type of ethnicity to him, <laughs> and his sister has some type of ethnicity. <laughs> to him. He looks really closer to um the Rock than he does to John Cena. <laughs> Come on, me. son! <laughs> <laughs> like, just gonna do, 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 really? I, I just can't see. Right here, 
I mean, maybe he's adopted. That's uh, I'm pretty sure he's adopted. He has to be. Uh, I, I want to see their mom because if their mom is like super straight white, then I'm gonna be like, okay, so maybe then their damn daddy better look like me. Then maybe Dom's adopted. <laughs> I don't know. I just know the movie's gonna be great because we watched me and Mike watched um the the what's the show um Hobbs and Shaw. We watched Hobbs and Shaw, and that was like if that wasn't the beginning of the tenacity and the um, yeah. absurdity of it because it was like remember when we drove on ice and shit like that <laughs> let's have um the rock rip down a helicopter <laughs> what is let's, right. let's put in nano machine elders alba and you assume the rock cannot <laughs> right like if anything i could rip down two helicopters and right. pull up a battleship so <laughs> captain america was made out of me <laughs> Everything is chest. <laughs> so it's like, hey man, I want my money back. How come my chest don't look like that from us working out? How come bro, I don't look like that? Cause I'm not born from the Rob's abs. I'm sorry. <laughs> God did I say? Let me take some of the Rock's non-existent hair and mold you in his image. <laughs> right. So. Oh, that was not in the contract, my friend. I did not say you can look at the rock at any point in time. If you want to, you need to go talk to him. <laughs> All right, fellas, moving to our positive past. We got one more. And this is a personal story. I don't know if we'll bring this section back, but I think whenever we have like a morality situation, like this would be a good one. And this was like the first time this has ever happened to me. Well, at least on this price point level. So I'm just kind of curious what y'all think. So. I'm not going to name the store because I don't want anybody to ever listen to this come up for me. So we'll just call it uh, Michaelton. Okay. I get in my car, drive to Michaelton. I'm going to get some stuff for me, the house, the wife. We got the dog. So I'm like, we decided to take care of the carpets and get a carpet cleaner. So I'm like, I've researched this. I've decided we're going to get it. We're going to keep it for a while. It's going to come with us to the house. So like, we're going to get a good one. Like right before those crazy expensive ones you rent from the grocery store. But like, you know, something I can get at Michaelton. <laughs> so I go there. I get it. Uh, the lady's ringing me up. You know, I'm good mood. Got my earpiece and I listen to the podcast. And um, I'm holding the thing. And she's struggling to get it scanned. She has to call someone else over. It's like five minutes of back and forth before they finally get the little electric clip removed. And she gives me boom, boom. I already know it's going to be like, oof, a little bit financial. So I didn't hear it when she said the price. I just credit card it, get out, put the bag in the car, leave. And like, ah, when I get home. So get in the car, get home. I put it together like, oh, let me get that receipt, put it somewhere in case I need to return this. And I realized that the new couple hundred dollar thing I just bought from Michaelton's never actually got rung up. So I'm home with a mistake or free or stolen, depending on how you get it, of equipment at that point. So morally speaking, fellas, what is the right thing to do? Did I steal something? Do I need to return oh, it? God. How'd you get a receipt, though? So that's bought, the, that's, okay. that's his answer, Josh. Stop it. That's his answer. I bought everything. I, mean, I bought everything. Oh, I was, so there was more than that down there. She's scanning everything. I put that in the cart. She's giving me everything else that I pay, and I leave. Okay, I feel you. Um, I've been in the exact same situation, but nowhere near as much money. <laughs> uh, I bought a video. I, I took some games to GameStop, traded them in, 
back back when you could trade in games. And I was supposed to get a couple games. And I got one game that was never rung up. My my justification for that was she was talking the dude was talking to me, he just kept talking to me, and I was like, Hey, don't forget to ring this up because I want to get it. And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I got you. Kept talking to me. I didn't want to talk, you know me. And when I left, I was like, Oh shit, he didn't ring this up. I kept going. <laughs> For those who didn't see that, that was me running back to my car. Because um, I was like, hey, I, I I actually said, yo, do not forget to ring this up. <laughs> I was trying to be my good citizen. As for you, I mean, that's that's a clerical error. And clerical errors are not, I don't think they're held against the law. Like, it's not like you took it. It's not like you went out your way to take it. Granted, does the... Do you feel like the price makes the biggest difference? So, like, <laughs> it depends on the person. Like, I've noticed this because I, I asked a few different people. This happened, uh, what was it, Friday, maybe, I guess? So it was recent. Uh, Thursday, today, Saturday. So this happened Thursday. So I asked, like, uh, wifey sauce, uh, what she thought, and then I asked a couple other people. And I think it depends on kind of where you stand. Like, I'm curious what B will say, but, like, I noticed churchy people, some of them were like, you know, God's just blessing you. And, and, well, that's a blessing. Or God's <laughs> testing you. There you go. Nobody said that. You know what? That gummit, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so this is, honest to goodness, Mike, this is me. I mean... The nigga tree in me wants to say, look, bro, <laughs> you, might as well, you might as well go on, hold on to that and just push Uncle Ruckus, it. where you right. at? Right. I mean, yes, morally, you, you, you should take it back and say, hey, I, I wasn't charged for this because more than likely something that big, whoever rung you up, they're about to get they're about to get a pink slip. Um, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. But the Saturday is raining outside. The wife threw a leg over my leg, and I'm real comfortable. <laughs> yeah, we already pigeon and chilling. Right, I'm saying we're doing that. Some shit. I'm enjoying <laughs> this. I'm enjoying this. Time. I'm about to crack open another bottle of the dag on Hardywood. <laughs> I mean. Uh, like, I mean, I'm, I'm really good at playing both sides because, like, I just, I just, I can't do it without thinking about what's the other side. You know, if I was in the position, what I do? But at the same time, like I said, I'll add this detail to see if it helps. Okay. I thought about that. I did a okay. Google search. Got on Reddit, which not exactly the most thorough place, but it's close enough. Okay. And I searched some, <laughs> and I looked for some people that have worked at Microsoft, and they were like, "Look." Uh, maybe they'll see that on later and figure it out, but usually it's just inventory that goes for one reason or another. And basically, what happens is stuff online or in store stock won't match correctly, and someone eventually will catch it and update it. But you likely will actually get the person in more trouble by bringing it up and coming back and saying that they didn't do it. Then if oh, wow. at home, right? What are your opinions now? Oh. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. I, I absolutely would not want to get that. I mean, because more than likely the person who rung you up, you know, I mean, they're rolling. I mean, if the, if Michaelton's is what I is the kind of store that I think it is, it's it's constant. I mean, you don't get a break. And mm-hmm. it's it's a simple oops. It's a simple accident. Right. And I would I would be horrified if I were the reason someone, you know, lost their job, especially 
you know, mm-hmm. in general, but especially during these times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess niggatry wins. Yeah. yeah, I think we'll see. I'll definitely update you guys. Go ahead, Josh. What you got? With the um, with you getting actually quote unquote, you know, assistance from someone that actually worked there, worked around there, that pushes the argument to be like, okay, so my first thought was clerical error. It's not my fault. Right. So, and on top of that, now I'm now thinking like, if I come back and get this person in trouble because they made this clerical error, then yeah, you know, they could just write it off or they can, um, you know, just say, hey, it might might have been a um, stock error or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's yours. Yeah. I'll let you guys know what that is, but I, I, I like that question just because it's kind of morally on the edge and I like to see where, where that stuff falls. But yeah, that was a good one. Anyway. Moving on to our next one, pause and pass. Uh, pause and pass, baby. So this is uh, basically just a series of news stories that we found interesting. Basically, uh, Josh and B will weigh in. They'll give me a pause or pass from each of them, and I'll be the tiebreaker if need be. But assuming they agree, we will either pause or pass on that story. First one up, I really feel like we're about to pause on this for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. $24 million diamond. <sighs> In his bro, head. Bro. Pause. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead, Jay. Pause, pause, niggas, pause. <laughs> oh, you this, know we about to pause. Pull up the stop sign. This is definitely like we need like a poor guy just to be Uncle Ruckus for this entire sex. Cause okay, so I was a like origin story of this. So I was gonna a pass on this shit because it was just too dumb for me. But <laughs> the more I read into it, the more. I got into the the mind of little Uzi Vert. The more I laughed, and the last thing I read was probably the best thing. Like it, it put the the cherry on top. <laughs> so as you know, little Uzi Vert got the twenty three million dollar diamond, pink diamond, surgically grafted to his head. And so of course my thought was, You're why? Stupid. No, my my thought was just why. It was just why. Like what was the point? And then I always thought, you know what, rappers. People coming from nothing, couldn't get in something. Like they, they just go buck wild, thinking like they're exp- and, I mean, you know what? I, I wrote that a note, like to each their own. Like I am not gonna judge him on this. This is that's what he wants to do. Fucking fine. Do I think it's dumb? Yes. I think it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, along a list of dumb things. But I'm just gonna get right to the point. He was talking to Fat Joe about this, and he was Fat Joe. I guess asked him why did he do it. His rationale was, fellas, he's like, you know what? I'm little Uzi Vert. I get turned up. If I go to a party, whatever, I might wake up. Because he wanted to put on a ring at first. That was the original thing. He wanted to put on a ring. But he's like, if I get turned up and fall asleep or get knocked out or blah, 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 Me being like, I'm thinking like, you know, that extra couple steps. If I put a big ass 24 million diamond, I could, you know, support a school on my forehead or just anybody's drug transaction my head could be missing if i get real quick if i could jump in never seen the part on avengers where they literally rip the stone out of vision's freaking head so that's that's all i want to add go ahead bro oh no you 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 hit the nail on the head in fucking Tinder because so you're saying that we're equating little dipshit vert to fishing <laughs> and vision's fictitious oh yeah and vision died because he got too turned <laughs> up and that was like yo i'm turned up too let me get that diamond son 
Yep. So so it's, I mean, just think about this. You're worrying about your ring being stolen, but you know the people that follow you. If you're worried about them stealing a ring that worth $24 million, they're not going to think twice by taking your life. Or, or at the very least, hurting the shit at you because, yo, son, you got them pliers? I'm about to get this diamond because little Uzi Burton, you course. know, buy off whatever. Bam, if they can take organs, like liver and organs, right. I mean. They and he said it. Up. He said it so easy. Like, like yeah, yeah, this makes sense. They're going to take this diamond from my head. And with that, I pass it on to you, Bernard, because I laugh so hard. Like, Donnie's like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, stupidity. That's all I'm laughing at. So my word for today is niggatry. Yes, uh, yes. This is niggatry of pity. I mean, yeah, when we talked about this last time, I was like, you're an idiot. Now, I don't take pride in the fact that my generation of rappers sold drugs, and now this generation of rappers imbibes drugs. I don't take pride in that. But it's like, this is a different breed. You're just stupid to be stupid. Mm-hmm. Who does this? I get it. I mean, you ain't going to never see $24 million again. Never. Your music is ass squared. Okay. Don't, don't hold back now, Bernard. Don't hold back. I, I promise <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I refuse. I will beat my children if they decide to listen to this fool. Okay? I have no son. I have a son and I'll kill him if he listens to this nit. Wit. Uh, I, I just think that I mean one you're endangering your your life in multiple ways. What a waste of resources. I get you started from the bottom. Now you're here. I get it. But of all the things that you could do with your money, I wouldn't even be mad if you bought. The, I wouldn't be mad if you bought a twenty four million dollar Lambo. No. Okay, you just you just on I'll some. I'd be less stuff. mad. I'd be less mad. I want to be. Okay, asked, that's man. fair. That, that's. <laughs> I feel like coming from our black excellence conversation, this feels like the complete opposite of black. <laughs> so fits, man. Like this right here, this picture. I don't get it took out the right way, I could die. Come on, man. What are you doing? There's enough stuff trying to kill you, fam. Just just make music. People obviously are paying you money to do it. Like, what is this? Just relax, but, man. Relax. Let me let me let me post this pic though. Let me post this pic. <laughs> I, feel be, this I, I hope I live, I hope I'm alive when he's retired from rap and I can understand. Like, I, I just want to hear the other stuff. <laughs> he's gonna retire next week. His career is gonna last until next week. I mean, do I we really that. think that he's gonna have the the, kids the longevity of a Nas? Do we really think that he's gonna have the longevity hell of a KRS? Do we really think his career? His catalog's gonna last that long. How long has he been out though? That's that's the question. Cause I think he's been out longer than I. Thirty-two minutes. <laughs> I th- <laughs> no, I see what Josh is saying. That's a good point. Like I think, I think like there's a like there's different hip hop. Like I think Ooh La La Ooh Wee Wee falls in one camp, and Lil Uzi Vert falls in another camp. Sure. sure. We're back to that generation thing, man. Like yeah, is it generation? Like- Man, I guess so. I, I don't guess, think. Uh, man, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't I guess the young gonna, kids probably do not fuck with uh, Lemon Jules. You, you're probably right. You are probably right. Yeah. I mean, so, Mike, you made a, you make a great point because I mean, if you think about it, and again, I'm dating myself. I'm a little older than you all, so I mean, there was a space for Dayla. There was a space for Wu Tang. There was a space for you know Black Sheep. There, they, there were spaces, and you, you you sort of picked your lane, and you could sort of tip and tap in different lanes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you had the conscious rap, you had the ignorant rap, you had the, I mean, you had all those things. And so maybe we're sort of coming back to that. Yeah. But 
did I mean, even when you had Bismarck and you had some of those folks, and again, I'm dating myself. Did we have nigger tree rap? And I'm asking, this not be being get off my lawn. Did we really have nigger tree rap then? No, I felt like even what would probably be considered that <laughs> was still foreign rap. Like to me, that would probably equal like an OPP. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe a Let Me Ride That Donkey. I don't remember who made that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought uh, we I thought we'd gotten to the bottom of the barrel when we had you know the Tootsie Roll and uh, you know tag team. And I mean, nah, sir. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and drop this bomb. I'm gonna drop this bomb for you guys right now. Okay, go ahead. Cause I got one after you. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Because we, yeah. we might be on the same track, but so every everybody you have listed that's came before what Bernard has quoted as niggerchirap. I want you to think about this. How was social media back in the day? It didn't okay. exist. Yeah. Exactly. Fair. That's that's the biggest Fair. ultimate. I was going to talk about Spotify and all those places, but that's yep. like you got guys that are trying. Like it's like media because media is so ubiquitous. Anybody can do YouTube. Anybody could do it. Like anybody. Like back then, like the way you could get your music out was mixtapes yes. and literally sitting outside a producer's house. Giving out that mixtape, yeah, and if you have, yeah. if you have a friend in the radio, yeah, a friend in the inside, a friend with radio, and just passing out mixtapes, yeah. or just you know singing somewhere, and someone's like, oh shit, this this the the the, the diamond in the rough I was looking for. Nowadays, yeah. anybody, like Mike said, Spotify, yeah. YouTube, Instagram, and on top of that, the clout, because it wasn't one about it wasn't about clout back in the day, which clout just became a word, you know, it was. It was rep, you know. It was rep back in the day. Yeah. Now it's clout, which clout just means how many views you can get. Yeah. Yeah. And putting a diamond on your head—that's not about expressing yourself. I'm, I'm gonna say that right now. Yeah, no quick. one in the world no. like I'm gonna put this diamond in my head and be like, <laughs> "This is who I am." <laughs> Might be one person. I don't know what. Hey, okay, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> okay, you gotta, you gotta have the um. The, the error for your fringe element, right? But um, that's uh, fair. Josh. It's that's morally fair. about who's gonna look at me the most. See me. So let me give you the second part of this story. Since we're on the same page with the rant, I'm not even gonna dive into mine. You, you pretty got it enough. So the second part of this caught my eye. Elon Musk, owner of Tesla, or not owner, but you know, inventor, whatever you want to call him. Uh, his baby moms. I don't know if they married yet, so let's just call her <laughs> baby mom. Yeah, the baby moms. Famously known as Grimes, I'm guessing. She's a musician. So her and Lil Uzi Vert are having a tweet back and forth. It says, let's get brain chips. He's like, okay, I will call for more details. Let's aim for chips by 2022. It's experimental surgery, but if it succeeds, we'll have knowledge of the gods. Ha, ha, ha. So before I turn it over to y'all, I thought it was funny that he was like, I'm going to call for more details. She was like, nah, 2022. Like, don't call me right now. (laughs) 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 But I'm going to turn it over to y'all. What do y'all think about this? I guess if you're putting diamonds in your forehead, you're you know, neurally chipping your brain. It's not a big jump. But what do you what do you think of this leveling up from where he is now? Uh, beyond the start. I was going to say, shoot, Mike, you. Uh, so brain chips pretty much where you can like control like what electronics with your head, without without your hands and shit like that. So, so his re- this. Retarded is not a good word. This this mentally this mental midget. Maybe a little that, bit okay, now a I little can bit. I, I can now talk without having my phone, or I can now listen to my music without. That's where he's going, 
and not recognizing that, you know, mental chips potentially, you know, you just like you said, Josh, you can be controlled. You can now I know your thoughts. I have blah, blah, blah. You can Ugh. hack a phone. You can hack a brain chip. Right. <laughs> this. He wants to be. He wants to be that. I, I can't be wave one. I don't know if I can. I, think, right. I, I, I can't I think be wave anything. I, to be I, honest, I can't be wave anything. Like this is too much. Like I have to die for this to be. I would have to be born into this. Like, this this like, has already been established. Yeah, and I, I have no. Our code on my skin. Ah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm like, gonna keep it old fashioned. We just got a puppy over Christmas. And so I think as they do with all new dog, all dogs right now, is every every dog gets a chip. Mm-hmm. And I was really about to tell the rib, hey, talk to them about how we can get that taken out. Or if we lose them, that motherfucker's gone anyway, so we're going to be okay. But, uh, and yeah. again, I'm sounding like the 47, almost 15-year-old, 50-year-old get-off-my-lawn guy. I recognize I'm sounding old. But I don't want big brother knowing all of that about me that's all that is that's an electronic leash i'm gonna title this episode um we old because <laughs> i feel i feel mean, the same as you but not like i'm not super duper paranoid i, I don't right. wear the tin for a hat but like it's, it just right. opens up that window of thoughts mm-hmm. you know like it's all you already got google like every time my google echo just opens up when i'm not even talking i'm like hmm i might need to cut that off when i'm not talking to it or something like that like, it's, My it's, wife and I were having a conversation, and I mentioned something. I pull up Facebook, and there are ads about this, and I would like, hold up. That this one is... happens to me a lot, B, yeah. and that one creeps really? out the most. Like where we're talking about something, and I, I, for us it's Instagram, but Instagram, Facebook, same idea. Yeah. But for Insta, like I will either be looking at something and like, oh, that's dope. I'm gonna talk to the wife about that. We can yes, yes, and then. She's like, that's crazy. I just got an ad for that. And I'm like, yo, this is a little bit. This is a little bit too much, a little bit too yeah, convenient. Yeah. yeah. But we, we got another one called the path that's going to touch on that that I can't wait to kind of get your feedback on it, too. But that's cool. I wanted to see how y'all felt about that. Josh added one about Tyson and Holyfield. We kind of touched on the old heads from more boxing. What you think? Pass. 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 Jay? Okay, I'll, I'll do a quick pause. Um... 100 million is what they're talking about. That's what Holyfield was talking about. Oh. So, that you know. I got a top right this one. Tyson has the, you know, he's he's got the, the forward ground to be pushing old, retired people to fight each other again for charity. And I just thought that was interesting. Um, He's he's excited to get back in the ring with Tyson. Go ahead. I'm going to say pass and I'm going to give it back to Josh. My pass is because. Oh, I'm done. We've already talked about the old heads reaching for money, how it's possibly not good for the health. Yeah. I don't feel like these are going to be 100%. It's going to be nostalgia grabs. Right. If it's entertaining, cool, honestly, I don't know, man. Like, unless you guys still got it, I'd rather you just stay at home because right. they're off on the games until you hit somebody and they just yes. die old age. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be entertaining. I think it's going to be sad. Yeah. 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 I have yeah. to think Roy Jones and Mike Tyson were not, you know, that's not the moment that they accomplished. Yeah. And even then, I felt like Jones still partially regretted it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If we, if we do a quick, let me do a quick 30 seconds on that. Like, the fight was entertaining, but like, 
if you were watch like you know a Tyson Fury versus Wilder fight, like it it, it didn't have that same. It, it looked like two old guys fighting. They were just doing good for themselves. That's mm-hmm. that was. Yeah. I enjoyed the fight, but I wouldn't want to see that once a month or once every three months. No. I'd just be like, like I actually I wouldn't be surprised about the Tyson and Holyfield fight. That would be the end of it. But you wouldn't pay sixty nine ninety nine for that. Oh, I wouldn't. Right. But people will. Well, and I wouldn't. <laughs> mm. Like you got the the three of us, we're already in our own our own little. <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned about boxing, man. I just feel like you really man. took a lot of shine from boxing, and if all they got is nostalgia bids to bring us back, I'm really concerned about the sport of boxing. Yes. Let me go grab my other beer real quick. Do right, it. Go ahead, bro. Do it. I'm gonna have to yeah. sit still with the, this Hardywood is spinning right now. I'm gonna have to sit still with this one for a minute. Bro, that looked amazing. Um, it was good, I man. I, I got it at Trader Joe's actually, and um, my wife brought the first one, which is a coffee stout. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had heard of Hardywood, but I'd never had, you know, any of their stuff. And, you know, I'm like Josh. I try to stay local. I, I want to talk about and appreciate what my state has to offer. This is a problem. Nice. I usually end up going to the spot we usually drink at Jugheads because they do they just get all the local stuff and bring it in yeah. one place. So yeah. I usually that's kind of like you said I usually support local too, so that keeps me just it's just easier. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't been lately, so I need to go re up, and I probably will hit up uh, either Total Wine just because Josh has been talking about this dragon's milk for so long. Like I really, he has. I need to figure out what's going on with that. So that's one. And we talked about it, and I, I've known Dragon's Milk forever, and I don't, I can't tell you why I've never had it. I just never sort of gravitated to it. Um, but he, he, he talked it up so much, and then he started telling me about all the different ones, so I'm going to try it. Yeah, remind me to tell you, and jo- I, I know I told Josh about it, but remind me to talk to you about it, you know, especially if we're able to go back outside, you know, this year. In August, in Cary, there's a beer, bourbon, and barbecue festival. Oh, that sounds perfect. My listen, <laughs> it. I mean, I've been going for years, and a buddy of mine turned me on because I'm, I'm a, I love bourbon as much as I love beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we kill a whole day. You know, we're smoking cigars, we're drinking bourbon, we're drinking beer. I mean, it is a, it is a whole deal. So I would be, I would be real. This sounds very appealing because those are both two things that I've been really interested in. Just, I don't know. As I've gotten older, I've just been like, yo, this, I, I want to dabble just to see if that fits my like getting yeah. older. You know, I've never really been a bourbon guy, but I thought I've just started trying them here and there as we go, you know, before the lockdown, obviously. But as well as going out, just to kind of get a taste of what I like, what I don't like. Yeah. Um, and the cigar thing, I think me and Josh talked about this because the bar just recently started opening. But I was like, man, I really I don't know anything. So I've been just mm-hmm. I just, just kind of been watching YouTube videos, just trying to get an understanding of. What's what? So when I go, I can be right. like, hey, I would like that. But yeah, this sounds amazing. Like, that would be the best man day ever you got. So I will keep you. And as a matter of fact, I'll make I'll try and put something either in the Google Doc or just send it to you via email because, you know, I talked to Jay about it, um, but they're already starting to advertise it. And it's, a, it's at the Cary Amphitheater or whatever. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's open air. Um, but. I want to make sure. I mean, please let let's take that trip. I go with my buddies, and I mean, it is cool. Yeah, and man. Second, secondly, you know, if you're truly, we're talking about the Bear Bourbon and Barbecue Festival. Oh you yeah, that? I've been wanting to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then secondly, there is a black-owned cigar spot 
on First Street, right across from the hospital, right across from Quiet Pint. Okay. Cool black guy. I don't know. I know nothing about smoking cigars. You know, I'm, I'm an amateur, but it is such a cool little small spot mm-hmm. again. And he's open now. But I mean, when the world opens up, we definitely need to hit that. Yeah. Um, I, I get these mind. things called nubs because I can't handle a full cigar. I just yeah, can't. Okay. And no, I get it. Nubs. So, but that's I'm my not really a smoker either. But like, like you said, the idea of it, so I can see why like the nub would be appealing. Yeah. Yeah. Baby's first cigar. There you go. Yeah. I I don't I've I've never smoked anything in my life, but I know when I was like retired or like I said of age, I'm like you know what, I want a pipe and I want to smoke cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I was just telling them that was our conversation. Like it was something on our list to do. Yeah. So everything at the bourbon barbecue festivals was like yo, that sounds like everything we talk about. So yeah, man. Jay, I didn't tell you that a couple of every year, you know, at the beer, bourbon, and barbecue festival, there's always this um company or this 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 business where they're hand rolling your cigars right there so they'll roll it give it to you you know you can't give nothing like that to me i believe i'm black excellence anyway so (laughs) (laughs) is this your king (laughs) exactly so you know i'm halfway passed out but you know it's just it's it's Uh, it is dope i mean it is and there are not a lot of folks that look like me and you i mean you guys but it's just a cool atmosphere you know you got barbecue and you got Mm-hmm. I would love. I, mean, I love chill spots like that, man. That'd, yep, be, that'd, that's, be, that's that'd be a good on the road poke podcast. It reminds right me of when Tanglewood did their little beer thing that we went to before. Yeah, I don't remember. I think they. I don't remember if it lasted or not, but this sounds way more fun with way more stuff. So yeah, I'm down, man. Yeah, yeah. I will cool. tell you about it this year. I mean, it happens in August, and hopefully we'll be able to go outside by then. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll keep. I'll keep you. I'll keep you updated. Yeah, that'll be around the birthday, man. I'll, I'll be down. That'll be a nice little treat for myself. Let me know. Cool. We'll All right, fellas. So we Let's got get this we, show going. Had another positive pass. Floyd Mayweather is interested in two exhibitions: Jake Paul and Fifty Cent. I know we kind of touched on a little bit of fighting before, but what you think? Pause or pass? Mm, I'm a pass. I'm a pass on this one, actually. <laughs> I'm a pause on this one because I the niggatry in me just wants to see Fifty and Dag on Floyd. I just want to see that because I want to see Fifty get smashed. Okay, I'm going to pause just because I want to go, go ahead. You got the story. I'm going to add my pause to your pause. I have no idea who Jake Paul is. I've heard about him, but I don't I don't really care. Floyd's going to kill him. I don't really care. I want to see 50 beat the black off. I mean, I want to see Floyd beat the black off. Oh, 50. I was about I to say, but no. I, I detest I don't care what kind of businessman he is. I do not like him. I'm still holding out from Ja Rule. I mean, oh. I just, I just, I just, his first album was trash. You know, I just, I just don't like him. I want to, I, I want to see this. Oh, <laughs> I want to see God. this. I, I can't, I can't be mad at that, that reaction. That's, I mean, I was more like, I don't really care because Fifty said he's a, he's a gossiper. Yes. Uh, and I, I, I would say his pettiness is of legendary status. Like, <laughs> I, no bounds. Like, you know, like that super pretty, like, you know what? I respect that. <laughs> I respect you're an you. asshole, but at the same time, you still did it. So, like, you can't, you can't a couple points still knock down. But his penis is of legendary status. But he's such a, he's so in his feelings and shit. And it's got to, you know, he got to stick to social media. So, like, for me, it's like, you know what? If Floyd knocks you out, great. <laughs> After that, I'm, I'm done. I'll, I'll pass. I, I, I hope Floyd. that there's truly beef. 
and it's really an entertaining fight because it's such different. Uh, like Fifty, such a big, you know, big power striker to me. Yeah, yeah, he looks I've like. I've seen it. a fight, but I'm assuming based on his physique, he's a power striker. Floyd again, finesse, quick mover. I want to see it for that reason because if Fifty connects, like he could really connect. But if Floyd could just tire him out and beat the crap out of him, which is I still think Floyd's like he could take more hits than he, he lets on. He just hasn't been he just hasn't been hit really. Yeah. So I would be amazed if Fifty could hit him. Right, right. Him, there you go. I would be even more impressed. Okay, I'll be, I'll be amazed. Course. You got anything else you want to add to that? Be I think I hit the brakes maybe just because. No, no, no. I mean, you you know how I feel about it. Yeah, yeah. I want him to get beat into the ground. Kill him. Kill so, him. Got another story again. Unfortunately, the opposite. A story of nigger tree. Yeah, yeah. We were talking so high about the black excellence in the start. This ain't so, a good episode. Part <laughs> about, about the story before I turn it over to you guys. That <sighs> I thought this was like a twenty-something year old. She was actually a forty-year-old woman. And number two, a black dude who was like thought she was making it up. So he took the glue, super glued a solo cup to his lip because he thought he could just lick it off and had to go to That's the TV and was tweeting like, hey man, this this grill stuff is real, don't play with it. That was disappointing again. So double dose of like what the fuck for our people, but I I've raised my hand. <laughs> I have raised my hand first. Um, so I'm I'm a pass on the man that glues cup to face because that's just a, a deeper hole of, of dumbassness. Yes. Uh, let's go back to the main topic with the gorilla yes. glue hair yes. girl, which is yes. she's known as. Her GoFundMe had reached over what twenty thousand. Wow. I think last time I saw it was like thirteen, but wow, good for her. Yeah, last last time I saw it was over twenty thousand. She got the surgery, whatever the procedure to get it removed. Um. She was happy. Uh, I saw that. Uh, it, here's my he, thing. He, I think the surgeon got free advertising. TMZ probably paid him to be in the room to take yeah. everything. So that's he's a black. Thing. He's a black guy. Studied chemistry. I mean, so he yep. he's about his business. He's a black. He's a black plastic surgeon, which yes. says caked up. Yeah, um, and I respect it. Got I respect like real human hair and a skull glued that junk together. Put it, worked it all out before she even got there. So he, like, he took a chemistry approach, figured it out, took care of it. If anything, the the silver lining is he got some shine. Yes, he, yeah, he a got black man and a black business owner. Yes, he got some shine. So he did. In my world, right? In my world. I'm going to highlight him. I will highlight him in my with my students right, because right. I have students that want to be him. Absolutely. Yeah. But the reason yeah. why is, is, is the is the troubling part, you know, because my thing is, you know what Gorilla Glue is. She knew what it was. She knew it was a glue because she, she used hair glue, which, you know, it just helps keep your hair stiff and stay. But Gorilla Glue has an advertisement where a make believe gorilla is gluing furniture back together. So Josh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I read some stuff, black women, just to see, you know, test the waters. And to support the black women, one of the points made that I will agree with were the unrealistic beauty and hair uh, pressures put on them. Nope. And then, you know, I, I respect that. You know, maybe there's an expectation. And they felt that maybe she was just trying to reach these unattainable goals that a Mickey Minaj or a that's a Kari choice. My set. 
That's a choice. What say you? That's a fucking choice. I know you knew what I was going to say. I'm going to stand with my third cousin Joshua here. Amen, brother. Amen. Uh, I'm not mad. I think like you know what glue you you know what the difference between hair glue and industrial glue is. I don't care how much pressure you got. The just key word is do, glue. Just <laughs> so they showed this chick and some of her previous hairstyles, and I will say this is not a first. Like she's done a lot of. Uh, what, what's the word for it? Extra hairstyle. Okay, I need to talk about it. Yeah. I can't even be mad at that beat. But she's done a lot of extra with her hair. Extra be the more PC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> My apologies. Nah, you keep nah, it nah, but you, like I said, keep it raw here. On this. <laughs> All right, so we got another up next. Pause the pass. This one's in the gaming world. Google has a cloud gaming uh, setup or part of them called Stadia. Basically, you're able to connect to the internet, play games with your controller without having to have all the equipment like a Xbox per se or a computer. Mm-hmm. You can basically just or a fancy computer with all these graphics to play these high-end games. Um, they basically let go of all of their in-house game developers, which a lot of people felt was like an early sign that they're already losing hope in how successful Stadia will be, and they're going to close. And Google has a history of giving up on things that people either like or maybe didn't do as successful as they like. So Pause or pass. Do you guys want to talk about uh, the Google quitting Stadia? And a piece backup story to this: the Terraria CEO got locked out and is also quitting, putting his game on Stadia. Uh, pass. Pause. Um, <laughs> so I, I saw this the Terraria thing. I think that was the the more fitting thing to talk about. I think that's more. That's more that's more for the culture right there. Um, I agree. Let's pause on it. Can we, I give you a game of story. What you got, bro? I'll do a well. Let me do a quick pass, but explanation on the whole Google thing. Like you said, you know they're they're conglomerate, so they're gonna quit shit that's not gonna be working out. Stadia, I'm not surprised. So if they're using first party developers, that's the beginning of the end in my opinion. And we'll pass on that. But back to Terry, I thought that was funny to a degree, cause like the first guy that the first thing to do t- text was or put on tweet was um. I can't finish my Lord of the Rings 4K video. And then he was like, I can't get inside my Google accounts to, <laughs> to finish my game and shit like that. I thought, I just thought that was the best thing because apparently Google had closed him out of his account, which if you have a Google account, that's huge. Yep. Like, am I, like, I don't, I didn't think about it until I read this thing, but if I get my Google account closed, that's a lot of accounts I can't get into technically. Yep. So with him being a, a developer and a president or whatever, him not being to reach his Google accounts, that's beyond huge. That's like stock market type yep. shit because okay. he can't he can't do anything. But my point, what I gathered was he could not finish his Lord of the Rings 4K video. That was, was what he put in his tweet, along with the the most important thing. But he put that last. I imagine he's working from home just watching movies all day. Yes, but <laughs> you would think that he would just like emphasize the fact that he can't get inside his business account. He can't talk to his partners. He can't get inside his Gmail. But I can't finish my LOTR 4K video. So, so I'll give you a little more background. I, I did look into this. So basically what happened is he got one of those terms of service, like breach of whatever from YouTube. So it was never explained if he actually broke it. I'm of the belief that nothing really happened and it was a mistake by the automation. Yeah. So yeah. basically he got one of those. He thought it was a joke because he doesn't really post shit. So like he was like, ah, whatever, and ignored it. Google was like, cool, nobody followed up, shut it down. So they cut the whole account down. He's the CEO of a company. 
he actually is responsible for posting stuff through his account, which because he's had that account before he became the CEO, it's part personal, part not. So all of these things were linked to it, and it was just a clusterfuck. He basically lost everything, like Josh said. The ability to even participate in anything related to Google as far as his company was concerned. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that he's going to continue to do is offer the already existing, I think, Google Play stuff, and he will not be doing anything for Stadia, which, like you said, Stadia is already dying, so I'm not surprised it's going to go away. Okay, I'm going to my Google account. Fuck ya, click. Ain't even mad, man. I'm not man. I just I was like, oh wow, that's that's something else. All right, what's oh, next, baby? Another story that uh, a little bit more uncomfortable. Hacker almost poisons town's water supply, and he was caught because a guy just happened to be at the screen when he realized the mouse was moving, basically without him touching it. Uh, pause or pass? Pause. Okay. I'm gonna pause on this one too. B, go ahead. You first, bro. So I listen to a lot of sort of thriller audiobooks, and so I'm listening to one right now, you know, where essentially the premise of the book is about um, this American hacker that has hacked the United States grid and has shut everything down and is trying to literally collapse, you know, the, you know, destroy, just wipe America from the face of the earth. And I believe that we're, you know, the, the threads that connect, you know, our society together are thinner than we think, you know, and this kind of stuff, stuff right here is scary, man, because we know that people have the capabilities and the capacity to do this, whether it be our own folks or state actors. Um, this, I believe that we're closer to this and things like this have happened, you know, more than we know. Now, I'm not I'm not the guy that says, oh, well, we created the COVID coronavirus and we're trying to point. That's not right. where I'm going with this. But I believe this kind of stuff happens more than we know. Agreed. And folks have the capacity to do this more often than we think. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. I'll jump I in here. Uh, you want to go, Josh? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear you. I want to hear yours. So, so I'll jump in here. Like my like like uh, B said, like I think seeing the escalation of how these guys are going from like just playing with stuff to actually impacting real life stuff that can hurt people um, is really the nerve wracking piece. But I think the sad part is it's not that they're getting better. It's just that no one is investing in this new technology. Like the internet has existed for a really long time now and it is a real vulnerability for anything you connect to it. So say for example, in your house, if you connect crappy internet of things, like you bought a crappy microwave that you connect to the Wi-Fi, but it's never supported through security, that is the weakness into your home. That is the weakness if someone really wants to do it. And that's the same thing for America. Like these people, you know, in in Uchikuchi, Georgia, like not to knock them, but they don't have the funds to pay an IT division in the water pump plant. So IT is just something that you think of later. And these guys were actually sharing the same password. They were using a compromised software that, you know, is known to have a lot of problems. And it's just all those things combined just made for a really weak setup without any kind of firewall, nothing. So I think, like, as we get deeper into a world where everything depends on the Internet, I think we have to, you know, as a culture, as a country, like, we have to take that serious as a vulnerability, just like anything, to protect. Because even water, power, all of these things technically are connected. 
and you're only as weak, you're only as strong as the weakest entry point. Yes. And whether that right. be Tony at the pub who's sharing a password with 16 other dudes, or you know some supercomputer that you guys bought that's constantly doing you know security checks or whatever, there has to be something better than nothing and a little sticky note with a password on it on the P- on the PC for some of these things, you know. Right, right. Um, I pause real quick just to piggyback off you guys. Uh, I definitely agree with Bernard in terms of. This happens probably way more than we give it credit to or than we hear about because media is going to block a lot of stuff anyway, just to not scare. I think they just do it just to, you know, put you on guard, if anything, I'll just let you know. But with you're talking about the weakest link, like, yeah, like we're going too fast for our own good. Someone's going to find the cheat way in or the cheating way in before we can establish a solid ground with it. And it's. It does get kind of scary. Like if someone could poison the water just by raising up a couple of elements, you know, that's so crazy because everybody everybody needs water, you know. And just the fact like I didn't even think about it when you said it, but like if you had a microwave connected to your Wi-Fi and no security, yeah, you, they could get in just through your microwave. You would never even think about that. So that that right there just proves like, oh shit, I didn't even think about that. And it's like. It makes you almost want to just go off the grid sometimes. Like, man, fuck this. Yes. <laughs> one of the one of the creepiest ones for me was I guess it's been about two three years now. This guy took and compiled all of the on this hacker guy. He compiled all of the unlocked cameras that he could either had like you know never change the password from the one you get out of the box, easily guessable password, whatever. And there mm-hmm. were just hundreds of pages of cameras. Oh from shit! All over the world, all kinds of business. Oh yeah! And it was just ridiculous the amount of just surveillance you could do on, you know, it wasn't intentional, but like you could just watch people who didn't seem to know they were being watched, and that's 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 crazy. That stuff scares me. Yeah. 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 That's the that's the wild part about all of it, you know. I agree. And I, I hope they figure out a way to stop it, but as of right now, I think that's that's a definite vulnerability, you know, even as a country, just to an extent that I think we have that should be fixed. Oh yeah. Well, from sad news on to the millionaires that apparently decided to use Red Edit and GameStop and AMC to jump into the stock market and start hustling things. A couple people made a lot of money. A couple people lost a lot of money. Unfortunately. A uh, young man lost his life because he lost a lot of money. He didn't know what to do. So there's wow. nothing good and bad and hella bad uh, for that reason. Mm-hmm. But basically, if I were to sum this up in a nutshell, a bunch of people realized that some guys had said GameStop and AMC are not going to succeed. The Internet did deem those people bad people. And for different reasons, that could be true because they usually make money on other people failing. So morally, you can see why someone would say those are bad people. And they decided to bet against them, and they used the power of the internet to push those stocks up. So if you jumped in low and put in maybe twenty, forty, hundred dollars, you could have seen, you know, hundred thousand percent increase in what you initially invested, and possibly amazing things. But on the downside of that, uh, once all that hype and exhaustion and the market and rules and people said, "Hey, Robinhood, you guys got to stop these guys from trading." The money dove off a cliff and uh, it crashed. And if you didn't get out of time, you lost. You lost your shirt. Of money. Mm. So with that being said, fellas, you guys want to talk about GameStop and AMC stock and the Internet or you want to keep it moving? I'm actually going to pass on this one. 
I'm going to pause. And the only reason I'm going to pause is to say, I wish I had been savvy enough and smart enough to get in and buy in at that point in time. I mean, oh, essentially, yeah. and the reason, the only reason I say that is because this is what the big brokers houses do all day, every day. And they got upset when little people like us decided, you know what? Hey, why can't I do that? It, that to me, that is my own. That's the only reason I'm pausing. I wish, I wish I was savvy enough, intuitive enough. I, I wish I was all of those things to have been gotten in and gotten out. Amen. Amen. So I saw I, some of those guys slips they were posting in Reddit. Like, man, good for you, brother. Sixty-seven hundred. Wow, that's crazy. It just seems like <laughs> the only thing I will say is like, if you guess right, it's amazing. But if you guess wrong. <laughs> you wrong, hey, you gonna take a hell. Yeah. So shout out to that hard, that hard <laughs> Just kick it in, huh? But fellas, we got another one. I don't know how much y'all remember MySpace. MySpace is the OG before predated MySpace, Facebook. Before Facebook, it was the one that the ladies used to put all the glitter on that you put your top eight friends. I remember in. the music thing, like my top. Oh five yeah, you would have your music play all your. Yo, if you knew HTML, you could get all the girls. Man. So that being said, being said, a kid has recreated a MySpace look like. Pause the pass, fellas. I'm going to pause real quick on this because I, I read the article and I think the thing they, they were trying to place was um, is this going to be a safe haven for social media? I'm, I'm just going to say no. I'm going to be the, the Debbie Downer on that one because every social media starts off innocent and then in due time, you're going to get the troll. You're going to get the assholes. So enjoy this while you can, Facebook, MySpace guy, because unless you're going to have a, lock, uh, a way to 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 fight the assholes, then it's, it's going to be just like Facebook and Instagram now. I'm going to say pause, and I, I agree with Josh to, with the exception of this. Yeah, you should enjoy it now because I don't think that you know Facebook and Twitter and you know Instagram they're going to allow MySpace to play in this sandbox, if you will. Um, mm, that too. Good point. I, 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 they're going to get crushed, um, and. I don't know. I had a MySpace page for like three seconds, and I never really understood what to do with it. But I, I don't think they're gonna last long. Yeah, I think it's a passion project. I think the people that care will probably be the ones that flock to it. And I don't, I don't really see it getting any traction. The real currency in social networks is your friends being there. So unless you can convince everybody in Facebook to move to this MySpace call, good point. Good point. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think that's where that one lays in my eyes. But good for him though. Uh, Agreed. And Josh, I think this might be a story for you. You might want to hit the break. CD Projekt mm -hmm. Red, makers of Cyberpunk that we talked about before. Video game with a lot of promise did not work out. Unfortunately, they were hit by ransomware. They said they will not pay and that they're in the process of backing up from their old backups anyway. And that is where the story is. Hit the break, Spock. Okay? Uh, you would think I would pause. I mean, I looked into it. I'm a pass. I don't. I really. I don't have much thoughts on it, to be honest. Okay. I'm a be pass. Honest. Yeah. Yeah. Out of ignorance. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this one, and I'm. I'm gonna hit the brakes in advance. Hyundai wants to make car <laughs> transformers. And yeah. we watched the Dancing Robots last week. You guys saw them. That's the company that they just bought to make that happen. They so Hyundai like, bought them. 
They sure did, buddy. Shut up. Sure did. So their idea of what they're doing, you should see popping up on your screen any moment. Oh, yeah, let me get that. Basically, um, what they're trying to do is create something called a cradle. And this is a concept card. This is not something you can buy. It's not in stores. But it's basically, think of what you would imagine of a pod car on the moon that could walk when need be. So basically, it's a four-wheel vehicle where the legs can extend, and this can essentially, quote-unquote, crawl and step over large things when need be when the terrain is rough. Right. I feel like this would kill the recreational, like, Jeep community, but in <laughs> like we see here where it's an emergency, there's an earthquake or whatever, I think that would be great. Uh, what do you guys yeah. think like this? Do you, does this... Is this too futuristic? Not Pause. 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 Okay. Um, I like it. I like it. I From like that vantage point, absolutely. Me too. Yeah. I like if it's if it's used for the goodwill of the man. I, I like it. It's not too. It's not too crazy. It's not too risky. I, I feel like having the the jointed legs move like a spider makes it more realistic and more practical. Yeah. As opposed to like, let me build this hover car that could just die out. You know. <laughs> I feel like if they made it even protected against um, the elements is a better chance of you saving that person's life. Like, like I said, using that utility though. Okay. Uh, I don't think, I don't think the Jeep community would be hurt by that. Cause like, I think that's the whole point of having a Jeep to get the bumps, get the, the wilderness, yeah. boom, 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 boom. Like that's the fun yeah. part about it. Yeah, that's true. I, I think it'll be okay. Be a padding versus manual and that would take the fun. So I, yeah. Like you I might think. as well just walk at that point. Yeah. Um, good point. <laughs> I think, I think the um for using it for for life saving utilities and um rescue missions, maybe even some building stuff, construction, I think that will actually help in a lot of things, especially for like if you need to do space observation, which I don't I don't really agree with. I'll, I'll go that on another road. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Okay. All right. What about you, B? I I, I like it. I mean, for for all of the reasons, especially what you highlighted. I say yeah. I don't. I don't think it'll kill the Jeep community at all. Um, but for the practical applications that you know we saw in the video and that you highlighted, absolutely. Okay. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm very curious if they make this happen. Like, I, I'm why in Boston Dynamics is like a big deal compared to where those robots were. So I'm just very curious what Hyundai does with that. Because yeah, I didn't know they bought them. Yeah, it just seems like a lot. To, a lot that they could do because I was imagining like little robot butlers and all kinds of stuff from them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It looks like the next logical step for an all utility vehicle. I'll take yeah. that. Because people people want the hovercraft and the flying shit, but like that just seems so much That's more dangerous. Practical. Right. Yeah. But them having their feet on the ground, the wheels on the ground, like you, you, remember next thing was tanks with treads and you know, certain amphibious vehicles, but they having the extendo legs and the walking legs. I think that's the next logical step so okay i can respect it i like that i like it okay so last topic before i pause the pass twitter is considered a payment subscription for some services i don't know if you guys are twitter subscribers i honestly don't i don't really twitter or tweet i don't tweet tweet but i think this is basically a response to (laughs) apple limiting the ability for people to track uh through apps basically so instead of automatically just letting apps track people Apple was presenting a box going forward. It's going to say, do you want to allow Twitter to track you across apps for ad revenue or whatever, however they phrase it. 
And right. I think because it's going to end up with a lot of people saying no, nope. and Twitter and their ads are going to lose value because they don't have that data to charge more, that they're trying to figure out a new way to fill that void with money. So I think the bigger conversation to this to me is that Apple is forcing like companies probably that make money off ads, like your Twitters, your Googles, your Facebooks, all of those companies are mad at Apple because like we're not going to be able to keep the status quo and track the crap out of these people and advertise to them to the point where you get on Instagram like me and B were saying and your wife is looking at ads for stuff you just Googled because you thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, I mean, I, I could pass. I'm not much of a tweet. tweet. <laughs> not much of a tweeter. Yeah. But uh, I sure, whatever. Do what you got to do. All right. All right, man. Let's so get into the uh, next topic. The uh, tech we lost in 2020 is more of a RIP to a, just a few different things that we lost. Some things we use, some things we not. Some things I think I probably should have died before. But right <laughs> out of the gate, Josh, this is one that's probably near and dear to you. Mixer died. Oh, Market. my heart. Premium product. So I'll let you take this one. Anything you want to say? So, I, I, yeah, because it is Mixer. Mixer did die in 2020, about what, May or J- July, I think. Um, Mixer was the first broadcasting system I was on when I started streaming. And I honestly felt like they closed. I don't, I don't think they were ever dedicated to the streaming system. I think they just did it to try it out, and they just I, they just let it go. I think they did it too soon because the community on Mixer was actually pretty good. Um, Darlene was talking about it the other day. She said she loved it because we stream on all three. Uh, well, on three. Mixer, YouTube, and Twitch. <clears throat> Alright. But, um, I think Mixer's community was pretty cool. It's a lot more wholesome than people want to give credit to. With it being gone, I'm not hurt by it because I like doing it on YouTube anyway. Okay. So, I think they just want to get that money. They just want to put it out there, make a platform, and then pass it on to somebody else and see what happens. Okay. <clears throat> I, I, a lot of when I when I looked at it, I you know of course I knew about Internet Explorer and some of the other things, Flash Player. You know, my heart was crushed. You know, with Flash Player, just because of Mafia Wars and Mafia Wars Two. You know, I'm still looking for that game. I, I want it back on Facebook. I want it back. Um, but a lot of this stuff, you know. Nobody likes Internet Explorer and some of those things. Nope. I mean, I mean, it's like I don't care anything that we're talking about at work. It's like don't use Explorer, use blah blah blah. Don't use like well, Google that. Chrome. Exactly, Google Chrome for everything. So um, I'm gonna have Mike when he gets back click on the links because I, I found the um, I found some videos of Mafia Wars because I didn't know there was a Mafia Wars too. To be honest, I didn't realize it either. I because I, I stopped I. I loved playing the game because it was a great time to pass yes. the time at work because all yes. we did was um we just chill like if we had yeah. a we had like great downtime on certain days yeah and back then you could actually get on Facebook on the on the PCs yep on our station so we were like oh shit Moppy Wars yeah and that was it and then uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I told Bernard about the mixer thing I think they did it too soon and. I love the community because it was more wholesome than I guess you would say Twitch and Facebook, not Facebook, but uh, YouTube. Actually, YouTube probably has a pretty pretty good community as well. I felt like it was more of a money grab. We started talking about the Mafia Wars on the Flash Player, and 
Mike, if you can go ahead and give a click for the uh, Mafia Wars 1. Go ahead. Yeah, so uh, that was the one that we honestly started playing when I first was on Facebook. Like, I was a True. Facebook kid when it first came out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is dope. I was really pushing all my friends to get on. Uh, I wasn't, I don't I don't think I was in school at that time. Maybe I was, but uh, I think it was between between school stints. So I didn't have the at school login. So I remember that was like a big deal when it first started. But yeah, I liked it. It was like a, a cool little simple game. It was addictive in a weird way that I you rarely see games do now. I had a burgeoning mm-hmm. family, man. I had a burgeoning family. I was I was about to take over the world. <laughs> I was uh, at work just playing that thing for hours on our phones and different things. Uh, click so, the uh, click the link for um, Mafia Wars One. Yeah, I got you. Mafia I was telling Bernard, I didn't know there was Mafia Wars Two. Oh. Yeah, we played Two. There we go. I did. I never touched Two, but I didn't even know what Two. I didn't. Was like. I didn't do Two as well. I mean, so no. unless that. The Havana one. I mean, yeah. so, I was about to say, I thought that was two, but maybe that was just an expansion. Yeah, they had like Miami. They had um, New York yeah. was the first one, then like Miami or Havana or Cuba. I think it was Cuba. Cuba, Cuba. So if that's number two, then okay. And, and I, I think was, there was uh, Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And I might have this. This dude must have still look at his money, like nine hundred and ninety nine trillion. <laughs> 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 this man played it for career. <laughs> See, man, I don't look think at that. Was, see, I need that, man. I, I need it back. <laughs> I, this is, I do, this, too. I need it back. This is real Mafia Wars right here. Yeah, that's nostalgic. But yeah, click on two when you're ready, because I, I, I've i never seen that. In two? Yeah. I was like, this is a thing? Nah, son. Nah. How'd I <laughs> skip on this? So, when, so I, like you said, I know that, oh, so two was actually, you could see the people. Yeah, two was like I think yeah, we were on it. Okay, so that was the limitation in one. Like you didn't see much of the action. It was just like stills. This right. was like they tried to build much more beyond just the stills. Had that Sim City type feel to it. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I never saw this one. Yeah, nope. I, I didn't know it existed. I, but I, I think by this time I had quit Facebook because this came out in 2011. Yeah, I've only been on Facebook sparingly wow. since then. I wasn't on Facebook then, I don't think. Mm. Maybe yeah. I was, I don't know. Wow. Memories. I, I left Facebook to focus on my life at the time. I got married. And then like I just never came back. Like when I came went to like make all that stuff again. I was like, ah, this is really I wish there was a game that I could play on my on my laptop or whatever, where I can create my family and build my wealth. I just want me a good mafia game that I can veg out yeah. on right now. We'll Easy. come back. Back to you. I think there's something in Steam for you. We'll get back okay. to you. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm gonna get, get you a Steam account, son. Get you a Steam account. All right. So, <laughs> I thought was cool. so uh, if you go to Walmart or you buy a new TV, recently, you've probably seen Hisense, which I was like, man, they came out of nowhere. Who was Hisense? Well, Hisense mm-hmm. came about because Toshiba's gone. They bought all of Toshiba's stuff. Toshiba, essentially, for all purposes, is now Hisense, and that's where they got their end. So that's why when you go to Best Buy, Wally World, they are pretty much the it TV right now if you want to get a nice, mm. cheap TV. So shout out to Toshiba, RIP. I think I've had 
ins and outs of tech stuff over the years. Those Toshiba's, different monitors, maybe a laptop, but maybe I had a. Why they've made less and less. All right. Yeah. Another one was Segways, which I mean, honestly, I never quite understood the appeal. I'm not saying it was terrible, but I didn't. I mean, you might as well just walk at some point, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> Love it. Ah, like son, it. you don't want to walk. You want to segue. You want to. You want to ride. You want to coast. Yeah. That's the I, definition of coasting, right there. Segway. I've never even been on one to be real. Never even. You know, I've seen them, but I've never been on. Nah, I never. I don't think I was. I was worthy of this watch one in person. <laughs> I've never been on one. I think I was in DC and I saw the little tour. People go past me and they were all on the segways together. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just walk. I'm good. <laughs> Once again, I'm old. I'm like, really? Bones don't heal like that. Really, no guy? <laughs> and plus, for me being a fitness world, I'm like, niggas get off and walk. <laughs> <laughs> just, just walk. Just walk. Just, just get it. You, you, you're the guys that wait, wait for like one guy to get at the parking spot next to the store. We'll uh-huh. wait like 30 minutes. Like, he's not getting at the spot. Just park the next spot. Okay, just it's an extra 10 feet of walking. I'm sorry. Just, just do it. Just, just do it. Another one we lost was Quibi, uh, which in theory seemed like a good idea, just short TV shows because everybody has short attention spans growing up. But yeah, uh, I wish I could name you some good shows that they did, but there was like a judge show with Chrissy Teigen, Reno 911, a new season. Uh, but nothing really that I feel like I could be like, yo, that was on Quibi that you would name. But all in all, they, they spent uh, several tons of hundreds of millions and then they ended up being sold for like tens of millions yeah it came in 2020 and died in 2020 (laughs) internet explorer's dead microsoft replaced it with edge which i mean it's just a fancier internet explorer uh nothing really to add there and nintendo 3ds died obviously replaced by nintendo switch and the switches anyone who played we got two of them in my house I was gonna say I'm sure you've heard that in <laughs> recently. <laughs> yeah, well, I saw the lost text. Um, nothing really major. I, I thought this was gonna be way more of a sad list, but honestly, I guess if it's really that successful and making money, it'll never die. So. Yeah, yeah I was surprised. I thought there's there's gonna be some um some surprise hits in there. Like I guess. Nah. Mixer when it happened, I was surprised. Um, yeah. Internet Explorer kind of low key is a surprise, but it's just a yeah. I thought that, that I thought that would just be, always be there. Like, hey, we're always we'll be your backup. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm not surprised. Got time for the extended topics in the R3 game, or you think we just got time for the R3 game? Oh, right. okay. We're already at two. Oh, we're at two hours and six minutes. I kind of want to talk about at least the. We always talked about the national anthem. Um, Way Fisher, that might be a podcast. We might do a podcast on that one. I can, I, I, no, I don't want to promise I can keep it short because I might not be. That's what I'm saying. Like we can't. I don't think we can do it right now. The only thing I'll say about it is when when a man complains about someone being verbally or emotionally disrespectful to him, as a man, and I could be wrong, and I'm probably am wrong for having these feelings, but I'm. It's not that you're wrong. It's it's more of like your. I don't your, care. Your guideline sports. Like you're you're a grown man. You're in your figure it out. You, you okay, know. we're gonna talk about it. 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 Let's talk about it. I get it. Let's do it. Differently, and that's wrong. Like you shouldn't do it. 
Like, so Josh Whedon apparently told one of the chicks from Buffy. So, first of all, I have several points to make in this, and then I'll open the floor to y'all, because I'm going to try not to rant. Oh, so, boy, that rants. Buffy, Buffy, Buffy chicks came out and said that, you know, Josh Whedon's kind of a dick. He's been, like, a casual asshole for years, which confirms the conversations we had, Josh, that right. he's just been an asshole. He, you know, we've all had asshole bosses that push that shit a little too far, say shit a little too freely. To me, that's just a part of life. Like, you work with people that are not good leaders, that don't communicate well, mm-hmm. and they I say agree. shit is not correct. Now, that puts him in a weird place, because technically he didn't do anything illegal, didn't do anything wrong, wasn't right. And you don't really want to enable these people to continue to persist. But at the same time, can you just get rid of people that aren't nice people? Like, can you legislate niceness to me in my mind? No, no, you can't. I feel like like Ray Fisher went to the Buffy people. And the reason I say that is because one of the statements said, the chick said that, like, she, although she's glad to have played Buffy or whatever, then she's glad to have her name attached to that show. She's not uh, glad to have her name and Josh Whedon's associated in the same place. She's not going to say anything more than this. this is her only statement, but it, it could have been better, basically, blah, blah, blah. But the key piece to me was like, I'm not saying anything after this. That, to me, hinted that somebody went to you and annoyed the hell out of you so much that you felt against what you believe that you needed to make a statement against this mm-hmm. to help the person. Mm-hmm. That gave the impression that this grown-ass black man is going around begging people from 10, 20 years ago, whenever Buffy was popular in the 90s, to come out and say something because they're not taking him serious because he's a black man. Now, if Josh Whedon called you, nigga, he he did some super disrespectful shit, I felt like you would have said something by now. You would do hands. So, let me ask this question. So, Josh Whedon is not a black man, but the guy that Ray Fisher is. Correct. Correct. Okay, All right. And I feel like if Ray Fisher had been directly called nigga been disrespectful he would have been said that shit because that's an easy problem solution you were disrespectful but i think the problem is like they said he was casually disrespectful so like one of the things they said is like he got pregnant and he was like oh so you're going to keep it because you fucking up the show basically and i didn't i wrote in and then he fired was it correct no but, like, I always wonder about Hollywood in those gray areas. Like, to me, if you're judged on if you look like the character physically, mm-hmm. then if I can judge you on all those things, if I didn't want a pregnant character, then I didn't want a pregnant character. Right. I'm not saying right. that's right. But, like, at the same time, like, you can't legislate somebody being an asshole. You can't. Like, people are just dicks. And I feel like you got to draw the line. Like, if somebody's breaking the law, harassing you, there's a line, and when somebody crosses that line, I'm more than fine for going to get them. But just being mean, just saying rude shit where I never technically said anything wrong, like, it's not right, and I'm not supporting those people. At the same time, like, what do you, what do you realistically expect to happen? Like, you can't just get rid of someone because they're mean, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. Um, so, okay, let me, because we're going to talk about this. Uh, let me, <laughs> with the Buffy thing, like you said, you, you can't dictate, you can't tell somebody to not be who they are. If Josh means an asshole, he's an asshole. But that does not mean you have to accept it because there is a way that you come to people. Even as a leader, even if that's who you are, thick and thin, you have to respect that person. Now, back to your point with the Buffy character with being pregnant, 
you're right. Like if your script calls for your person not to be pregnant and you're pregnant, you're legally not legally, but you you should be able to have that creative to be like, you know what? I'm gonna let you know right now when you start showing, we it's gonna be hard to have you in the show because you're not supposed to be pregnant. You know, it's not. I don't have to rewrite the whole script for your pregnancy. You know, I don't have to. Some people do, and you know, for those guys, they're saints. They're able to rewrite it and make it make sense. Cool. But let's say, you know, Josh Green's an actual cool dude, and he's like, you know what? My script calls for this, so we might have to write you out. But if he's being an asshole, like, off the gate, like, yo, I'm going to need you to get this aborted now for you to stay on. Then, yeah, you know what? That's different. That's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, you cross the whole mile. Not right. even the line. You, you cross the whole boundary. Agreed. If you did it that way, then, yeah, you are a super asshole. You need to be taken to HR at the very least. Right. You need to be taken to task, right. Yeah. But if he, if he came to you, or, you know, respect like, hey, you know what? I know you're pregnant. You got your life outside of our movie production. You're going to have sex. You want a baby. I get that. Let me write you out for this season at the very least. Or let me. And I don't think time. he did that. I don't, I don't think, think he did that either. I think he was just an asshole. And like I, I said, think he was trying to egg her to get it aborted, to be honest. I think so. And I think that's the thing that they're mad at. Like, you can't. But like, OK, so. How, how do you persecute that? Like. Like they're, that's they're basically an HR just trying thing. to say we're going to blackball dude. That's basically this is like just a very very transparent blackballing to me. Like we're all right. trying for you to just blackball Josh Sweet because he's an asshole, which is fine. But like, is it is it okay to just do that shit? Like I'm not in favor of Josh Sweet to be an asshole, but like until you show me something super across the line, like something clearly too far. Right, right. I think that's the big thing is the evidence. Um, Ray Fisher, like he's. When we had our when you, when you had your rant, like I actually agreed with you, only because I felt like he was being such a casual jerk to you, you would have stood your ground. Yeah, I like, like you're a I, big ass like, dude, fam. Just turn the fuck around and be like, yo, can you please chill? And if it was that big right. a deal, then maybe you just don't be fucking in this movie. Right, right, exactly. That's my thing. Like he finished the movie, came out a year later, talking about all this stuff, and didn't have no evidence or no. You know, no past occurrences, so it makes it hard to be like, yes. yeah, yeah, I'm on your side. Like, just yeah. because I'm I'm an African American doesn't mean I'm gonna automatically agree with you. Yeah, and the fact that you kept promoting the movie, exactly. Like, why? Are, if you hate this, these motherfuckers so much, you would have quit. Well, you, you would have quit. Yeah, just pick a side, fam. Like, I, I need to stand by your shit. If you want me to stand by you, you need to stand by your shit. Clearly, that's that's the big thing. Like, I, I compare it to Boyega because he wasn't as extreme, but he did call out the fact that Disney played his character down. He finished the movie, but I, I guess he was treated with enough respect to finish the movie. So I like, you know, he's on he's on a different type of scale. My oh, thing is, Boyega well, is different to me, and I don't mean that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's different. It's different. It's a similar, yeah. but it's different. He's different to because me. he never lost his voice. That's what it is. I mean, yeah. Essentially, yeah. what we're saying is that, you know, Ray Fisher, you know, advocated his voice. He just gave his voice. He, he didn't use his voice. My man from Star Wars was like, ah, 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 ah. I'm going to show out and I'm going to tell you exactly what was going on. I, I think that's the difference. And the thing was, like, his character was the one that was more accosted as opposed to him himself. Him as, yeah. Like, he said that the directors were great. They just, you know, they had different opinions. Cool. Fine. Every, every actor was fine. He was treated nicely for the most part. But. Fisher's case, he's talking about if Josh Whedon is being a dick to him, you finish this movie. Like, I, I had a situation, Mike. I think I told you about this one. I'm not going to say any names or anybody, but I was doing my job. Uh, I was in the, the green system. Remember that? The green room? Yeah, yeah. 
So, you know, that's a, that's a fast-paced bada-boom, bada-bing. My system was down. So, like, the way people came in, I could talk to them, get them out the way. And if the rooms are filled up, I don't have to worry about going back there for a few minutes until someone after a certain person talks to them. And then I can see people come in and out. So our supervisor, whether it be he or she, came to me at a one at a one moment, one minute. It was like, "You're not doing your job." And what she what they did was they grabbed me by the arm. Oh no, sir! And <laughs> this is this like this was this was like the birth of ice cold prime right here. Cause I was like, I didn't flip, but I flipped inside. I was like, switches. We about to go on prime mode. So. After they said what they said, in the in those few seconds, I took them to the other corner, out of people's um sight, and I said, "Don't you ever touch me like that again." As opposed as as opposed to your thoughts of me doing my job, I'm already caught up. I'm waiting for people to come in. So you're in the wrong for this. If you ever do this again, I didn't. Oh, well, I didn't say that because I, I made sure not to make any threats. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, "Don't you ever in your life." Put your hands on me like that ever again. I told them right then and there. I feel like if I could do that in a certain position that I was in, Ray Fisher could do the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I know if I was in Ray Fisher's spot, if Josh was like, hey, what's up, my nigga? Or if he's like, yeah, I need you to do this in like a very defamatory tone, we're talking right then and there. I don't care. I don't care how big you are as a director or what you did for Marvel. You do not talk to me in that way. And if I got to leave, I got to leave. You know what? But you, you got to be able to have you got to have the integrity and the stones to be able to do that, because, you know, there's some folks that may think, look, I, I want a career in this industry or I want to be able to do X, Y and Z. Mm-hmm. And we, we we all understand. I think we all three understand that, you know, in certain industries, definitely in Hollywood, yeah. word of mouth travels. And so he gets black boss by a Joss Whedon or whatever, you know, that could tank his career for 10, 15 years. And so I'm, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate, I think, in this, in that mm-hmm. maybe that was his r- rationale for not saying anything initially. I'm going to keep promoting this. I'm going to keep my head down because that's what we do. We're going to keep our head down and just do this job and blah, blah, blah. But you got to have some stones to be able to like, uh-uh, you're not about to play me. You're not about to put me down. You're not about to do whatever. I feel like if he was to do that, like, that's, that's, that's a great way of looking at it because, you know, the Me Too Act happened. So, you know, a lot of women had to do that or they felt they had to do that. But I still feel like you have. My thing is, if you're going to if you had the evidence, then you could be like, you know what, I'm a hold out. I'm going to go ahead and get my shine, whatever. And then, you know, like how you like how he did it. But the way he's going about it, like you don't hear anything about what happened. All you hear is adjectives. He was rude. He was yeah, yeah, yeah. this like that's just I mean. How bad was it? Because you're just making it sound like you didn't like what he did, which was Mike's point. Mike's point, the whole thing, like you're not coming strong enough. You're not giving me a reason to back you up. And if that's the case, then you're either being weak about what you're doing. You didn't stand up for what you are, and you just finished the movie to get your shine, and that was it. Right. Like I agree. I would, I would say it right then and there. If, he, if it was like a little weak shit, like you know, like he called me this, he called me that, or he treated me a little bit. I would have said it right then and there, blackballed or not. I don't care. But, I agree with you, Jay, and that's that's kind of my my deal. Like, if you, you're a man, and like I said, this is probably sexist as shit. And I mean, it doesn't even matter. You're a man, and I think the rules for you are different. If some other man is disrespecting you, you need to figure that shit out as a man. I don't I don't know the circumstances. Probably gonna be different every time. 
figure that shit out, bro. I I don't know. I don't know the mm-hmm. answer. But you you need to either look at your scenario and figure out the best thing to do, and maybe this was the best thing. But I, I just I don't feel the sympathy for you that I would if my wife came and told me like so and so said what they said to him versus mm-hmm. if Josh came and told me they said the same thing to him. I'd be like, damn, nigga, that's sorry. Too bad. What you gonna do next? Like, Stop <laughs> wanting to be get playing, man. Like, I don't know. This is different, and I, I know that that's cold. It's probably sexy as hell, but I just don't feel the sympathy for him that I feel if that pregnant woman went in there and that man disrespected her like that. Those are just right. two different things to me, and I just can't compare them. It's just different. I'm, I'm a more I'm more of it's a person thing. Like just the the boundaries of respect is like it it envelops everything for me. Yes, yes, man, I agree. woman. I'm I not agree. I'm not saying I, I would say it's harder for a woman. I just, guess just just do social norms. Yeah, just do I, that. I guess, I guess the part that makes me sexist with this is, as based on what you're saying, as a man, I mm-hmm. expect you to figure out that shit on your own if it's disrespectful or out of the ordinary. As a yeah. woman, I'm fine if either you or someone else steps in to address that for you. Right, and right, right. Okay, that's what you're saying. That was part of like, you know, if there's a damsel in distress or whatever, like I believe you should help us a man where some men may not believe in it. Maybe that's just stereotypical shit that I believe, but I think that it falls in that line. Like, Ray Fisher, sure. some some dudes being mean to you, sorry, man. Like, it's just verbal. Yeah. It, <laughs> I feel it was, it was a big enough deal you would have had enough. Right. That, that's different. Like, it's somebody's wife or daughter. I can't tolerate that. As a man, if I was there seeing that, I would need to step in and address it. Right, right, right. And I, I get tough. that. I get that. I get it. It's I, honestly Ray, I, I wish Ray the best. I hope he gets what he wants. Honestly, it just really seems like they want to cancel Josh Whedon and get him the fuck out of here. Maybe they'll figure it out. It seems like Hollywood is, you know, more of these accusations mount up. The more they have to do something and not seem like assholes, but that seems like where it is to me at this point. Yeah, uh, I'll put my last stamp on it. It's like, once again, like if, if it was bad enough, if it was that bad enough, you would have quit the film. You, your integrity would have been stronger than your yeah. shot. So that, that that makes me that makes me think that instead of just standing up for yourself, you just took it. And then once you got your your role, you're like, oh yeah, he said this, this, and this, which puts you like, what level of disrespect was it on? Because I feel like if it was a little bit, you would have been like, at the worst, at the end of the production, you'd have been like, you know what? Me and Josh Whedon had it out for a couple a couple of segments, whatever, but we worked it out. And to make it worse, Jay, what you're saying, plus the fact that I, pers- I personally, I have no way to prove this, I personally feel like him or someone who works with him went to the Buffy people and the Angel people and were like, hey, can you Everybody guys David to support him because he, it was aging out, like it was dying, like we yeah. weren't talking about him anymore and it was like, whatever, Josh, he's going to get worse. I'm not surprised, I'm not surprised. So I, I personally feel like somebody did this on his behalf to keep this going. So it didn't seem like he was just being a little bitch. But personally, I don't really feel like he's going to get roles. I'm pretty sure he's already blackballed for multiple reasons. Like, I think you think you're not going to get blackballed for this, but the fact that you broke Oh, no, you will. I'm really concerned about his career, especially when they have a perfectly good uh, replacement in the other show. Uh, What's that joint called? Not the Eternals. Anyway, there's another show with another robot. That could oh, you talking about? Uh, I know you talking about um, yeah. Doof Troop or Troop Troop. Troop. Uh, Doom Doom Patrol. Doom Doom Patrol. Yeah. We replace him with Doom from Doom Patrol. We just keep moving. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, 
I think he's bigger and maybe a better fit physically. But if Doom Patrol dude is just gonna play the role, show up, do the job, I'm honestly at this point, fam, I'm I'm good with that. I'm tired of hearing all that. Just do the fucking movie. Show me the show. I'm tired of having to go on emotional roller coasters and do I support this store, not that store? Or, you know, just fucking do the show, man. Like, I'm, if you, if yeah, yeah. There needs to be mechanisms. I agree. I don't have to play judge, jury, and executioner on everything that I consume, whether it be movie, TV show, product. Like, I know it's a decision, but Jesus Christ, man. Like, oh, you <laughs> eat Wheaties? Oh, you know the Wheaties dude gave to Trump? Oh, so you support Trump? Like, nigga, I just want some cereal. I just want some cereal. <laughs> nah, son. Nah, son. I, I think this would be a good topic, like maybe down a month. We could talk about. Um, I feel like we give way too much power to directors, mm. as as actors and spectators, because mm. you know they got that pretentious side. Some of them, some of them, some of them. I mean, they become miniature CEOs for a period of time. But this that doesn't change how you should treat your people, like. No, it does. It does not change that. <laughs> I think it does not at all. I tell the. I think between me and you, as normal human beings and people that have respectable uh, views of our peers, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense. But at the same time, like a part of me just is really disconnected on how positive society can be, maybe at times, and right. I'm not really surprised. Like, I mean, I'm not surprised. I just don't no. think it's changing. It's, it's like it goes right back to Uzi Vert. This man came from nothing, got everything he wanted. And he put a diamond in his head. It's like, yeah, I'm expressing myself. I think. No, just, you're just being an idiot. It's just, it just goes out and people and directors do the same thing. Oh, my art is this. So now you give all these people this, this, these views, these power. And so like they want to make their vision perfect, which I get. Cool, great. You want to be a little bit tough? Fine. But that doesn't mean you got to treat people lower than you. Yeah. You know? That, that's all. That's what I'm going to say about that before we okay. get off of that. And I think like that's a good place to end it. I will say thank you, everyone, for turning in for the Josh and Mike podcast. We stay later. You can join us for our after show game. Hey. Make reboot, remaster. So please stay tuned for that. But hey, thank everybody for listening. Josh, B, anything you want to lead the people with before we get out of here? Man, uh, High School Primary had a great show today with MJD Geek and Bernard the Godfather Roper. Um, <laughs> I like that. The Godfather. <laughs> This was a fun show, you know. I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna label this one. We old and niggardry is about. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I support that message. Uh, I'm just happy to be here. I mean, it is hey, always man. the time, man. You um, are the honorary co-host, not honorary guest, but you are the honorary co-host. I Until appreciate further notice, brother. I appreciate it. I just want to leave the folks. Look, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. It, it is never a dull moment. Ever. ever. Thank you, everybody. And let's get to the let's get to the post game. Hey, we out. Oh, so before we start the game, I want to let you know I, I didn't get to write it down. I haven't watched Coda yet, but I did binge the Godfather series last night. Okay, out of boy. All boy. nine hours. All nine I watched, fucking hours. I watched oh Coda my and God. it made me wish that I would have watched the original three before I watched Coda. That's why I, I I will say Coda got me, man. Like I think changing the order made a lot of sense. Oh, don't tell me too much. Don't tell me Mike, too much. Don't say I'm, that. Not, I'm, I'm not. I'm just going to say nothing's new. Nothing's new. Don't expect right. anything you haven't seen. But the order, order of the scene tells the story slightly. I mean, I, I get that because I think when I, I watch one, two, and three back to back. Bro, bro, bro. Um, loved it. Loved it. Um, it was so intense, man. 
I love, I like how old Pacino was way different than young Pacino because because yeah. um young Michael Corleone was not as talkative as old man Corleone. He was like, you know, funny. He's like, like I want to get out this fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like he was darker then though. In three, three that was my guy. In two, two he was the dark. Like, this dude killed everybody. He everybody. Said, and the thing is, here's the thing, Mike. His and okay. Bernard. Because like I watched me and Mike I watched a bunch of my you know, he got me on Goodfellas, stuff like that. I watched Casino back in the day. I watched Godfather way, way back. I just never watched it straight through. Mm-hmm. And I watched plenty of uh like History Channel, Netflix, Mafia documentaries. Cause like, you know, they romanticize that lifestyle. Yeah. No matter how much you romanticize this shit, I can never condone. I'm like, nah, fuck that. You couldn't pay me enough money to even think about being a mailman for one of these dudes, you know, because it's like you're going to die. You're just going to die. Yeah. I would say without giving away anything in three, there's a decision that he gives Vincent about taking over where he's like, if you do this, you have to leave my daughter alone. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I felt like they did a really, really, really good job in three coda, making it clear the sacrifices and decisions Okay, I already know where you're going with that. I, I can see it. They lined it all up much better. Because I told okay. her, like, I didn't get the whole why they even fell in love in the first place. Because they don't explain that. They just You just no. knew they were cousins. It just sort of happened, yeah. yeah. Which I thought, I kept making this face every time. Like, hey, cuz. I'm like, mmm. Mm. Stop saying <laughs> that. <laughs> so the thing that got the original three was I never actually, until I watched Coda, I didn't realize that I didn't really follow what was happening with the Vatican as well. Like, yes. I I didn't realize how confused I was on that. So I was like, so oh, do they explain that a little bit better? <laughs> if, you think, uh, if you think about the gap in time between two and three, like 20 something years, 20. Yeah. And, years. and, and there, I, there was, I think there was this whole deal about doing a three. And so three was just sort of, I won't even imply that it was just thrown together, but it was just like, ah. and it, yeah, yeah. they sort of went left with that one. And apparently Coda was the original intent. And I think Warner or Paramount or whoever was like, nah, and changed some of that stuff. But, Mike, you done messed me up. I'm going to mess around and get stabbed for Valentine's Day because I'm going to binge I'm going to I ain't going to lie, man. By the time I got to the end and, like, I was I was really emotionally invested more than I thought. Nice. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, I need a minute. Let me get it together before I go to Let me get my right. <laughs> right. Man up. Man up. Nigga, man up. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I, cause it was like. The way that, like, what is the, so just a simple example. This doesn't give anything away. So in the, the one of the two the scenes that I compare so far is in the new one. It starts with explaining the whole Pope and uh, Amogliari and all of that. Right. It kind of gives That's... you a more insight in that. Versus the other one starts with a party and then later they kind of drop right. it. You kind yeah. of figure out what that means. This one is like, this is what that shit means. This is who's doing this. And that's I told her that exactly like I didn't get the whole Vatican thing because I felt like it was all over the place trying to explain it and I'm like this it's it's like the GameStop stock thing like I don't know what the fuck's going on right now I understood they were corrupt but then well, seeing it in this yeah. story like yeah. oh this is way clearer what they were trying to do like well I'm glad to hear you say that because I had to go 
after I saw three, I had to go research and I, I, I didn't realize that a mobile Yari was real. I didn't realize that, you know, the Pope that they're talking about, that some of these things actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have a clue. I was like, oh, y'all, de- y'all deep with this. But it no. took a lot of inspiration from actual mob. Yes. Um, map stuff. So like I was actually going to follow that just a little bit. But like I said, like you said, like it didn't explain how they were connected how they so strongly there. and how corrupt and like how what's going to. So I, like, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. But uh, I'm looking for I'm going to watch it like two weeks from now because I cannot watch too much drama. In I, one. So I will say my favorite one of my favorite other things is. Um, in the earlier uh, movies, when Michael takes over, he orchestrates everything so that at a certain point, a lot of people die. And you clearly see that transition. That's also the Michael. same thing here. Like it goes out the same way it kind of goes in in that way where you see everything getting lined up and all the blood. We're settling family business. Oh, it was. I respect that, though, man. It's, I, I, it's just a clearer story. And I think they, they, okay. they want to because of that. I respect that, Michael, too. Off long enough, Josh. You got anything you want to finish with? I mean, cut you off, brother. Oh, no, you go. You go. I, I just want to let you know. I did binge those, those three episodes, I mean, those three movies, and it was like, okay, this is cool. Three, I could see why people were felt back in the day, like how it kind of felt soft or felt yeah. like the I was like, what's going on? Like, I got the story, but I guess when I thought about it after a night of sleeping, I'm like, it wasn't as tightly knit as the first two. Like, even one last thing the death scene like, <laughs> in the end. Like, I think in the first one, they show you, like, his head slump over in the full death. This yeah. one, because they built to that point so much, wow. they don't even show that. It's just more of a fade to black. Because you understood what's happening. Like, that's how okay. much the story is. I get that. I'll take that. Like that. I encourage you you guys to, whether you're a reader or if you're an audiobook, check out uh, The Godfather's Return and The Godfather's Revenge. Um yeah, because it's from a novel, right? Uh, from it is, movie. yeah. Okay. Um, I never actually. It it provides an interesting slant. It takes a little bit. It and so it all falls between this that time frame between two and three. So in the return and the revenge, they don't talk about three. It it all happens, you know, before he makes the return to New York. Well, it's as he makes the return to New York to become to get to three, uh, but. If you have a chance to read the book or listen to the audio book, it's interesting. Yeah, I like it. Cause, yeah. I mean, so we watched the uh, making of the mob, I think, that was on yeah. Discovery. And they did a few different, like Al Capone and a couple other guys. And those were really way more interesting than I ever expected them to be. Yeah. So I think it's like the idea of just kind of looking into that super, super interesting. Okay. But yeah, I really, I, I liked it. Without giving away too much, like I said, the main thing to me was that it just made a little bit more sense. Like, nothing new was added, but like I said, I skimmed. I, when I started it, I was skimming the first part of the old one, and I was just kind of comparing before I got lost in the story. And okay. I was like, oh, okay, it's just kind of switching these few things around. It just made it easier, especially, like I said, the whole Catholic Church piece. Was, yeah. I don't know that I had the same understanding of it that I do now that I did then. Okay. I knew it was corrupt stuff, but now I can see specifically what they were trying to do and when. It, it right. just feels better. It just feels better. Okay. Well, now you you you've got me. So I mean, if I can get folks into bed before eleven o'clock tonight, I'm 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 getting on it. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like I said, it, it caught me like the end. Like I was emotionally invested, and I was like, oh so, man. That, 
that's 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 my I mean it is by far my favorite movie on earth. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times I've seen The Godfather, all three of them. Um and I was so excited when this one dropped. Um but I knew that I needed the time like you to sort of get emotionally invested in it and just just sit with it. Yeah. And I haven't had that opportunity yet and it's killing me. Yeah. Um so yeah, yeah. I don't want to hype it too much, but definitely worth it if you, especially if you like it. This one, like Josh said, I convinced him to watch like Casino. This is a great story. Yeah. Uh, good fellas, another great story. <laughs> Y'all forgive me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. I love, I love the um, Corleone Michael Part Two when he killed yeah. everybody. everybody. I'm like, that's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. Like, I don't like. Like I wouldn't even I'll put this band the mafia basically because I'm like I can't trust no one. <laughs> I'll just I gotta kill, kill him, him, kill him, kill him. You know what? When I'm done, kill me because I don't know who to trust anymore. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I can't even trust myself. And that's this is definitely one when we go when we all go green when, once we all watch it. Like we yeah yeah that that would be a good show right there. I think talking about the Godfather hierarchy and Coda, yeah. you yeah. can make that a show in itself. To be honest, yeah. I'm ready, man. I I tell let you guys know. All right, fellas, let's get to it. This is the after show R3. B, this is your first one. Welcome. It's, thank uh, you, thank you. Basically, we're going to give three rounds, three shows, and this is kind of our end, you know, end of the day. We're finishing up the pod kind of deal. And basically, we get three different things to say which one you want to remake. And we've defined these, so we got our share screen up. But for the audience, if you're listening, our remake, it keeps the continuity. Continuity, excuse me, uses the same characters and plot lines and pays homage to the original. Mm-hmm. A reboot, it discon- discards all of that and just recreates everything essentially from scratch, starts the plot line back all that over. And a remaster, right. we're just trying to make it look better, sound better. The actual story characters are not touched. So this is something uh, that was great in the past, and we're basically just improving the quality, bringing it forward. Think about what Disney does with some of his old stuff. It was better. Bring it back out to you uh, as far as that was concerned. But a good, a good example would be like HD quality and um, Blu ray, Blu rays. There okay. you go. Good call out. Right. So, our first one theme was black TV shows from the 90s. <laughs> we got you, baby. Uh, but we wanted to make sure that we got something that is a little bit difficult where it's hard to pick. So, oh, round God. one Martin, Family Matters, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, all mm. great shows from the 90s. Which one do you remake? Which one do you reboot? Which one do you remaster? Josh, we're going to start with you since you've done this before. Hey. Next, so you can figure out how it's done. And All I'll right. jump in and give my opinion. So, Jay, what you got? All right. This claim of the Black Boss is hitting right right now. So, I'm prime, <laughs> baby. I'm prime. I'm prime tonight. Uh, let's see. Martin, Family Matters, Fresh Prince. Now, two of these shows, I'm a big fan. So, Fresh Prince being one. Yeah. And Martin being the other. Family Matters, I watched, but wasn't the hugest fan of. Okay. So. <laughs> say what? Say that again? I got Laura, but hey, that's just me. I mean, oh, Laura was. Laura oh, and um, what was what was the chick's name that was into? Oh, the uh, voice chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, she. I mean, sad note, but she did pass away like a long time ago. But yeah, she, she was. Is. She, she was. She was fine. She was a better option in my opinion. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Damn, this is a, this is Mike, Mike. Just kiss, <laughs> just kiss, just kiss. This is a good one. I would remaster the Fresh Prince. Mm. 
I can't see myself touching that one. That was um. Oh wait a minute. Hmm. They are redoing a. I would be messed. To be coming this year, just yeah, I, I did hear, but I think that's a whole whole reboot. I think yeah. I would remaster. Okay, I, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play a little little um little game with that. I'm, I'm gonna remaster Martin Ooh. from from beginning yep. to end. It was pretty much perfect. Perfect casting, perfect scripts, perfect storylines. It was funny yeah. for that time. So I can't see myself really touching that. Right. Fresh Prince did change Aunt Biv. It did. And I don't, I don't think I really got accustomed to it as much as I would like. So I would kind of remake it. Maybe keep old Aunt Biff, keep that tenacity, keep that um that black Aunt Jemima soul into it. Okay. <laughs> they did make up for what it's worth. I think they recently in the last couple of months. Yeah, they uh, did remake. That doesn't, change, that doesn't change what happened, though. doesn't change what happened no, in the shows. So if we could bring back old Aunt Biff. And I think at the very most, maybe do a little bit more with um, Fresh, not Fresh Prince, but Will Smith and his dad. Because mm. that, that kind of just came in and it came out. Like it they was, never really did deal with it. It wasn't a big thing. Yeah, it had like, a few where he, like, I think the one where he was crying with Uncle Phil, like, why doesn't he want me? Yeah, uh, like, that came out never blue. Really did more than other than that. I would one. love yeah. Like, if they okay. kept that exact same episode, but, like, you know, maybe one or two episodes before that, it built up to it. I wouldn't be surprised to see that in the dramatic first right. If they that, that would make a lot of sense. Mm. So okay. that would be my only big change. Like, the build up to it at the end in the season finale, that would have been, or the series finale, I think, that would have been more, I think, more powerful. Like, granted, his acting, both of them acting, like, um, James, not James, but his Uncle Phil and Will Smith acting, and that episode was, like, it made up for it. Yeah. No, it was good. You felt that. Yeah, you I know felt that no matter what. Like That came so out left side. I was like, oh, damn. I, I feel it no matter what. So you're going but, to remaster Parton. Correct. Give it that HD gloss. Yep. Family Matters is getting away. It's, it's got to get the reboot. And I, reboot. I wouldn't mind seeing that being Ooh. done in today's time. That's all. That's it. Circle. You can just, just update it. Circle. Keep Urkel. Keep Urkel. But, um, Who is I mean, one is Urkel? Oof. That's what I'm asking you, man. That could like, be Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the rest of everything. Because he got so much rain. Yo, I'll tell you this. If Michael B. Jordan could do an Urkel, he's on the top of my list. That Whoa. that that would prove his range to me. Okay. All right. Wow. Wow. So if I can see a geeky Michael B. And I'm not talking about sexy geek. I'm talking about this just fucking nerd. <laughs> And he does I, I feel like I would go through the YouTube people and try to pick like I don't know like a younger MKHB or okay I can see that I would probably go that route with it uh, but I can't... oh so pick some pick some new blood yeah yeah because I think I don't know Jalil, I, I'm sad that Jalil White is so pigeonholed that he never really got to do anything else nope. he could have I think he could have been something too man. I think he got typecast. That's what he got typecast. I really wish he could have got like Dwayne Wayne's role where we could have like let him age up. Yeah, yeah, Wayne was the truth. And so was Whitney. Like, I was of the belief that I was going to college as Dwayne Wayne to meet Whitney. Let me get my shade slash glasses. Yeah, bro, I thought that was I was like, thank you for showing me this movie. This is exactly what I'm about to go do. Yeah, I would reboot uh, Fame as up until like. 
just make it updated to the um, today's times. You know, have the have the YouTubes in there because I think that would be a, a perfect way to. Like he could be like a YouTube geek because like if you think about it, a lot of YouTubers are introverts expressing themselves. I agree. There's a bunch of them that you could. That could be his instead of science. That could be his thing. Yeah, I would lean more to the younger generation, like a someone like a early MKHB probably. But yeah, I could see that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. What about you be uh, looking at these three? If you had to remake one, rebate, reboot one, or remaster one, Martin Family Matters Prince, what would you do? So I agree with Jay in that, you know, Martin just needs remastered. You, you can't touch greatness. I, I think you need to leave greatness at all. Um, I would absolutely, you know, reboot, um, you know, the Fresh Prince so Ooh, that, okay. like, you know, we, we're talking about, you know, delving a little bit deeper into Will's character. Uh, I'd love to get a get an understanding of Uncle Phil and, you know, how, you know, he made it from wherever to, you know, being Bel Air and all those things. So definitely yeah. a reboot of the Fresh Prince. Um, let's just we, we're just going to start over. You know, I want to pay homage, you know, to, you know, Family Matters. But let's just go ahead and remake this puppy. You know, I want to see some new folks, you know, as Urkel. I want to see some new folks as uh you know, the old girl, we're going to remake Family Matters. Okay. So just to clarify, remake, you pretty much keep the same pieces, but there's like little changes. To yeah, I, I would tweak I would tweak Family Matters. Okay, you would tweak it. Okay, okay. just want to make sure. Yeah. All right. Oh, what about so that's you? a re- remake of uh, Fresh Prince. Okay, but no, that's fine, because they're basically doing that now. But yeah. I will say you, you and B talk me into more to remake the Fresh Prince, honestly, because they're doing one. And like you said, the more interesting, like, life, realistic life parts of that that we never touched on, like his dad, how Uncle Phil made it, what was his life, what was he even like trying to bring his kid in your house? Because that's not ever. That's not, that's never addressed. Right. And they never, I mean, it's always in a fun, loving way, but in reality, like, him and Aunt Viv never be like, yo, this nigga kid You never see the scenes where Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil are talking. And Uncle Phil's like, look, I'm about to put 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 my hands on the hood, dude. Yeah. He, he's going out a little bit too much. Yeah. I'm about, you done brought this fool in my house. I'm about to yeah. put my hands on him. The Greedy Remake and I brought think to you by The Wire. are able to capture that in the drama, yeah. that might be a good you know, callback. So that I'll agree with you guys for that reason. Okay. Family Matters, I think I and Matt, Martin, I agree with those two for the same reason. I can't see anyone being Martin and filling those roles the way they would fill those characters. Like, it right. seems like a once in a... You just kind of light it in a box. As yeah. far as family matters, I feel like you could repeat that formula. It's a formula. Yeah, yeah, that's like, definitely I think like, a great idea, but I think that formula could be repeated with other people. That was like, um... Was it Full House or... Yeah, same idea. Same idea. It was that, that TJF lineup. Yeah. yeah. My daughter's binge-watching that right, right now, so... Nice. I'm I'm done with Full House. <laughs> Don't worry, they got Fuller House, so you got more. Yes. The <laughs> <laughs> so round two, uh, we hitting them with the '80s cartoons. B, come on, you gotta reach back to your memory. Our studio. So I'm trying to remember Rescue Rangers. Um, I Okay. Okay. Yeah. This might have been like right at the end of the age uh, bubble. Like you might have been aging out as we were aging. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There is no age. So us 80s kids and 70s kids watch cartoons to the day we die. 
So I, I fuck heavy with Chippendale because they, to me, when I think back to when I started being a real, like, uh, make shit up design thing, like, this show is in my head. Like, I don't know if I can give them that much credit, but, like, the whole, like, making ropes with uh, needle spindles, like, I took all my grandma's spindles and was making, like, fishing pole type situations. Wow. <laughs> like, there was, um, like, catapults. That was a part of the show that I remember more than anything, like the whole like making contraptions that appear. So shout out to them. Uh, I like it. I would probably keep them for that reason. I would absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, and and, and I think to to sort of tack onto that, Mike, is that you know I try to show my kids. I pulled out the old school He Man, and I pulled out the oh. old school GI Joe. Yeah. I pulled out Thundercats, the old baby. Right, right, right. I don't want to touch anything. I wanted to stay the same, so I probably wouldn't. I would just remaster everything. Yeah. <laughs> you got to so pick one. They've redone DuckTales already, and they've redone Ninja Turtles. Duck yeah, I was going to say that. Much. Okay. Ninja Turtles, I didn't really like the new ones as much as like the old ones. So I would probably oh. just re, uh, remaster. Remaster Rescue Rangers, I would probably just remake reboot DuckTales. Just because they've done it so many times, like I'm fine at this point because I've seen so many iterations. Rescue Rangers is fire. I've never seen that idea reflected as well as it is there. Um, And I'm I'm a romance still watching cartoons, so that's whatever. And Ninja Turtles, I, I just felt like those first ones, bro, those first ones. Nothing has ever hit me like those first ones did. Like I like the yeah, new absolutely. It's the same, but both guys were the OGs to me, and I don't know that I'll ever care about that. It, to me, it's like Batman Beyond for you. Like it's that's the perfect anime. Batman character. Beyond was perfect though. Batman yeah. Beyond was like I don't think I would ever touch that to be honest. Right, and that's how I feel about Ninja Turtles. It's not as good, obviously. But that's, uh, what about you, bro? Uh, which one? You talking Bernard or me? I mean, or me? I'll let you go last on this one. I know he said. He okay. Think about it a bit. Okay, uh, so I'm a, I'm a, mm. so it's easy <laughs> and tough. Rescue Ranger, I think if I had to pick of any three, I would want to reboot it. To be honest, wow. Only because every like like Mike said, everything else has been rebooted. I would love to see a more updated Rescue Rangers to see how they would do. Like that's gonna, that's gonna be a lot of my things. But if I had to pick, guns in my head, Satan taking my soul. If I don't pick right, I would be like. You know what? Just go ahead and remaster oh, Rescue good. Rangers. And I, because mm. <sighs> like Ducktales, like the new Ducktales, I I actually want to watch. It actually looks good. Uh, yeah, I've terrible. actually enjoyed the new reboots for Ninja Turtles. Okay. The I, 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 both, both, both oh. actually. Both. Um. Okay. I think the Nickelodeon uh, one where they had like them go in like they're actually teenagers. Yeah, that was that was a. Talk. Oh, you know what? You we we watched some clips of that before this whole pandemic shit started. I yeah. I agree. You know what? I take that back. There, some of the ones are okay. I'm not changing mine. Not because they they rebooted at least three times. Yeah, yeah I, I see why you could say that. Because the then, last one they did. Was- the last one was a, was a coin toss, but I've seen some episodes where they took the anime type feel to it, and I was like, "Yep, I'm on board now," because that's all you gotta do for me. <laughs> you make it anime like I'm like. I'll give it a couple of watches. Okay. So I think if they did reboot it, another Ninja Turtles, and just made it more 
like like they've been doing like they've been doing pretty good like, i think they've gotten better almost every time they've made a reiteration of it so i could only imagine i think they could go too far so i might have to tie my my enthusiasm on that one ducktales the new ducktales is actually pretty fire yeah, I, I actually want to i, I want to watch, watch it, yeah, i, I, I want to watch it like i see some clips i'm like oh there's an episode where they had donald duck get his regular voice and I was like, I was sold. I was sold. So like, I wouldn't want to hear it every time. Cause I think, I think Don Cheeto voiced Donald Duck. What? It is fucking hilarious. I'll send it. Okay, I'll send you the I'm clip. out of my depth. I'm out of my depth. Don Cheeto is still the Captain America. I, I want to hear this, but the Captain America is hilarious. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, so um, let's go. I, I'm, I'm gonna be brave. I'm, I'm just go ahead and just chuck shit to the wind. I'm gonna reboot Rescue Rangers. Just update it for today. So. Maybe it'd be the next generation type thing, like a like a next save to the bell type thing. It's Chippendale's sons or whatever, blah blah blah. Mm. Um, let's remake Ninja Turtles. Okay. And actually, I loved original Ducktales more than anything because okay. of Gizmo Duck back in the day. So let's let's keep Gizmo Duck and you know that style of a storytelling because I, I actually like that storytelling better. Okay. And B, I know you might not remember all these, but I, I pick. So I, I got a pick. So because my, of my son, I know the current Ninja Turtles. So I don't, and I actually got a kick out of it. So I don't want. I, I want to remaster. We're just going. We're just going to remaster. Okay. Those are kind of dope. Right. Um, I I remember Rescue Rangers, and of course, I rec- you know, I almost don't want to touch Ducktales just because I, I thought it was hilarious where it is. I but I think Ducktales was perfect where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that song, son. That song, <laughs> song is real. <laughs> I would probably remake Rescue Rangers just because I. No, I'd probably reboot um, Rescue Rangers just because I don't. I, I can't remember and remake um, Ducktales. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. I think we both. That was that was a tough but easy one at the that exact same time. Yeah. To me, think, this is the hard one. The next one. Wait, 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 hold on. I got I got a side note to put in. Okay, okay. go ahead. Yeah, okay, okay. Rescue Rangers and Ninja Turtles, they were guilty for putting like one of the sexiest female <laughs> characters of each show. But Josh, let's let's keep it a hundred. Like they live by the Michael Bay rule. Like we're gonna have some action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> Michael Bay <laughs> got his inspiration from this. <laughs> like gadget. You know, female might be comfortable looking at this young lady's ass. Yeah. I didn't do one. <laughs> That's bad. I mean, I mean, gadget the the cute little mouse. Man, bro. <laughs> April O'Neil, boy. I was like, that was the cartoon crush. I'm like, oh man. Ah. But yeah, side note. I the strangest ones, man. I you would have thought I would have married a white girl. Like I like Timmy Longstocking. Uh, joint, yo. Puggy Brewster. Oh, Puggy Brewster. I was like, yo, I'm I'm a holler. I, I like that tomboy in you. <laughs> nah, it was all about six for me. Six? From uh, Psychic from Punky Brewster. Oh, okay. oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, how can I forget six? I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. That was before I got UPN and everything changed. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of black out here. <laughs> Facts, facts, facts. Okay, okay, we're, we're doing round three. You can, but all of their content is going to be coming back soon. So, open, open. Yeah, yeah. That little tidbit commercial. So the last one, some of our favorite, favorite 
Oh, bro. Kiss, I, I kiss. don't know if there's a right answer or a wrong answer to this. Like, I, I couldn't even. This was one like where I was putting them together, and I was like, damn, I don't even know what I, the right thing to do here is. John Wick. Is there a right thing? Is so there a wrong thing? Usually when we pick a movie or a TV show or something, in this case, this is a movie series. So John Wick. One, two, three. Uh, Taken series. One, two, three. Uh, Liam Neeson, you know, obviously. Uh, Keanu Reeves, obviously, boss. And then we got the Jason Bourne series, which, again, boss. even though he got replaced by Hawkeye, like, partially through, the original still fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, fellas, I'm going to start with you, B. This time, you haven't kicked this off yet. All right. How do you want to do it, bro? So, we're going to start with John Wick, and we're not going to touch a thing. We're just going <laughs> to put more HD on it so you can see more blood and explosions and killings. My we're man. not touching My that. man. Um, the Taken series, I could absolutely see a reboot because you know I want to know how he became dude. Uh, you know I want to see his special forces strength and how he did with the crew. So we're gonna reboot that, and then you know the Bourne series was cool, uh, but I can see that as a remake. I can see maybe even pulling somebody else in. Maybe we'll put Michael B. Jordan in as you know Jason Bourne. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan versus Anthony Mackie. <laughs> Who's the best amnesiac? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, African warlord, like straight out the gate in the first five seconds. Like I'm down. Is this your king? I mean, is this your spy? Let's go. Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> <shit. laughs> America government. <laughs> I don't think anybody would care. It's like, ah, it's just black people. I mean, yeah. black people. Yeah, exactly. But the Redux. All right, Jay. What about you? Uh, I mean, I. Man, but I think Bernard nailed it for this one. Um, John Wick, I could be petty, be like, I wish I knew more about his past, but I think it's it's one of the exceptions where you don't really care. Yeah. And they're gonna do it anyway. They're gonna do flashbacks. So I think John Wick, keep it in its splendor, because they've hit it pretty much on the head every every um every movie. Mm-hmm. Taken, I I would love to see that rebooted. Uh, and maybe not just not even for the story, but just to have a better director, I think. Mm. Okay. I wouldn't mind seeing like a younger person playing, like not like super younger, but like five years, ten years younger. Yeah. yeah. Less cuts in the fight scenes. I know exactly what you mean. Like I watched uh, the first episode of The Equalizer with Queen Latifah earlier today. Oh, uh, Michael B. Not Mark Warburg, I think. I haven't said, seen it yet, but no, it's got, equalizer, it, equalizer. You said yeah, equalizer. equalizer. Basically, it was the one with Denzel, but they replaced yeah, yeah, yeah. with uh, Queen Latifah and put her in a TV show. And like, although uh, it wasn't bad, it was just like it felt like she was moving in slow motion. Like it didn't really. It, like you know how they do that move where like the dude pulls a gun on you and you grab the gun and knock it loose and pops the uh, magazine out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That felt like it was so slow when she did it. <laughs> like the rehearsal? <laughs> it just didn't feel... It just felt weird. And like, at first I thought it was me, and I was like, I ain't trying to hate the movie. I got it. She was like, wow, this doesn't seem that good. I was like, okay, it's not just me. Good. And I wanted to see that show so bad. I wanted nah, to see it. I, I didn't even know that existed. I saw oh, Mark Wahlberg. Better. I didn't like that it was like a, a heavy, heavy, heavy focus on the mom with the daughter. So maybe it's supposed to be more of a drama without the action scenes. But like I, I just wanted it to be like the equalizer but with Queen Latifah, but it felt like they're trying to build way more story plot 
blah blah. Mm. Mm, I see, I see. Yeah. So okay, I said reboot taken. And yeah, we make born. I think we make we're making born with today's um stunt choreography and which they had an excellent fight choreographer. But that was on some old John Woo kind of stuff. But yeah, like their their fight scenes were perfect. I think. Um, who's the better? Who's the better 2021 Jason Bourne then? Let me ask you that. So my Hawkeye versus. Matt Dillon, so, Matt, I guess Damon. not even just keeping it to those two. Oh. If you're going to bring it back. Oh, so you brought a whole new character to it. Yeah, like who's, who, who, if you're going to reboot that, like who's the best one to pick? Like what character do you see playing that? You know? I could see today to bring in a woman for it, but you don't have to, obviously. But, um. Maybe. That's tough. Somebody. I have to see somebody. If that one chick Star Wars had gotten in trouble for talking about Oh, crazy, I was thinking the same thing. Good pick. Cause she... But she did a movie like that, though. She did, um... Did you see that movie she was in? The spy movie she was in? Who? No, I didn't. Uh, uh, I think Gina it's called... Gina, 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 yeah. Yeah. Gina Carano or whatever. She had, she did a spy movie, and she did really good. Like, if I, if I had to put them in a category like between MMA female fighters into acting, for, so that'd be her and Ronda Rousey. I thought I'll she pick, had some. I'll pick Gina all day. But yeah, yeah, that, that's 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 my take on everything. Um, John yeah. Wick six remastered, re, um, taken, rebooted, born, remastered, uh, remade. Remade. And I can't add anything to that. You guys covered it perfect. I think John Wick is just is every man movie you want to see. Um, it's great. Dogs love for the dog. Uh, I was they shot everybody just enough plot to make you stay interested hey i get it i got a dog so concepts i feel like the concept can always be repeated and learn again it would be cool to see somebody else different before and i agree like if uh, michael b jordan if a uh i can't I, uh, baku the guy who played obaku like i would even you know for him to come do some stuff or my now he seems to be the most uh, employed black actor I've ever seen at the moment. Any of those dudes would be dope, and I'd be happy with it. So right. that's my thing. You guys got anything before we get out of here? Before we clap our stuff? Ah, uh, brothers. Um, always granted, going. we always set that limit for that ninety minutes, but we always go double oh. that. I, I, no regrets. No regrets, though. <laughs> Not at all, man. I got these new headphones to do my editing, so I'll have fun doing this. Um, yeah, man. I'm good. Um, any future shows you want to talk about? No, I mean, honestly, we do it off the cuff based on what's happening. I think we keep doing that. Guys, it's always a pleasure to share with you. I appreciate it. I always appreciate everybody's perspective because it's the same but different based on, you know, our, our own views. So I appreciate yeah. that. And if you guys don't have anything else, I clap us out. We'll get the hell out of here. The yeah, last man, thing I'm going to say. And please clap us out. I just so appreciate you all have no idea how much I enjoy and look forward to this. So I appreciate it. It's good chopping it up with you. Uh, a good time as always had. So, Same here. Especially when that beer hit Bernardo. That was that was bruh. hilarious. Yeah. That, that he, did, he, did the, just he did the oh. trademark. <laughs> Listen. Eyes closed. Looking like Roy Jones. <laughs> Listen. I could have laid on this couch right there for a minute. Just get I saw it. Yeah. I was like, yo, I got to tell Mike. I got to tell Bernard. Yo, your beer hit. <laughs> So, uh, but, but I mean I love it it's, it's just, once again it's, it's just fun um, three weeks from now we'll have another good show at, as always 
what we're going to talk about, I, I think I'm going to put this on the line where we might talk Coda. We might talk Godfather Coda. Mike has already seen it. Me and Bernard have yet to seen it. Yep. That gives I've, me the I've, kick I need. I binged the first three, so I've got that tune in my head. I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable here. I don't like doing it, but by the end, the last, I can't remember exactly how much time. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Last 30 minutes of the movie. Ah, nigga. I felt the emotion. I, I like the bottle up because I'm a dude. Like, I, I like it. I mean, I felt I, it. it happened. I was like, oh. I don't, I, like, I don't want it to see me. Everybody, <laughs> everybody in my house is going to be in bed by 730 tonight so I can get cracked. Yo. I've got no super calls about crying on the movie. Like, I'll, I'll let know, like, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm told, like, I want to cry, but. The, the mother nature is like, nigga, you're a man. You can't do it. You can't. But that's the part I when you get to the last 30, did, did, it, did it hit you in the field? And how far did it hit you? I, I'll, I'll let you know. I, I won't make a note. I, I'll make I have a no note. problem. I'll say, you know what? I didn't cry at all. I didn't shed one tear. <laughs> it, it got me. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, I'll put it on my screen. It got me. Like, I had this, like, oh, man, that's crazy. Oh, that, that's I mean, <laughs> you can't even when um when Bubba died in Forrest Gump, I almost cried in Forrest Gump. Yeah, 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 yeah. When, Bubba, when yeah, Bubba when Bubba died, I almost shed a tear. I'm like, oh no. The way they 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 put it in line is kind of on par with that because you're like, no. See, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I mean, I I get it. I, I I watch plenty of anime where like I've I've been I've been in the fields in in an animated series. I'm like, nigga, no, <laughs> y'all did it so right. Why'd you make me feel this so way? What I, I want to do is between when, when What's we, the salty we, discharge come from my eyes? <laughs> I want to rewatch the third one original so that when we do uh, I can see if the storyline lines up enough to hit you the way that the new one does. Or maybe was it just that I hadn't watched them in a while and it was like fresh. You know? Do it. Because I think that that all three would be on par. Because like, I'm, I'm going to watch it either next week or the week after next. I can't watch two movies back to back like that. Um, but I'll, I'll have, I mean, the whole franchise will be fresh in my mind by yeah. the time I watch Coda. And I'm gonna try same thing. Yeah. Like I said, when when um when everything happened, I didn't feel too much. I didn't feel too much in two. I mean, in three, in two, in one, I actually had more pull because yeah. like I was getting all the characters. Like when Sonny died, I was like, ah. Oh, that's hurt. messed up. Because he's about to put some redemption on that boy. He's about to. I felt like this one hurt more than Sunday. I felt I, like. I, I, I feel. I feel it would too. Because yeah. it's three movies like in. And um. Coming now, baby. Daddy's almost done. I was actually kind of upset that Fredo died, even though he made that mistake. You know, remember when um, Fredo's on the boat doing the Hail Marys? Oh, that hurt my heart. That hurt my heart. More respect to Fredo and what he did to Fredo in the. Yeah, like I get why he did it. Like you can't be making mistakes like that, my boy. You can't do that. I can't trust this, you. No. This is why y'all y'all have to read or listen to the Godfather Return and the Godfather's Revenge because there's a there's a scene or there's a piece in the book that sort of talks about and gives a little bit of backstory. You know, after all of that, I might your- do the um the book thing when I'm at work. I might do the um the audio thing for it. But yeah, I was like Fredo died. I was I was kind of upset. I was like I get it because I would do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, son. You gotta go. <laughs> you can't be making this kind of choices, son. Um, Sonny died about to, you know, redeem his sisters, yeah. which which was his act because he brought that dude to her. Yep. I thought I think that was why he he gave her that much chances. Yeah. And then 
you know, Don Corleone, the original Don, was even though he's a terrible person, <laughs> his he acting was, was not. I'm talking about oh Martin Brando. Hey, <laughs> he's a Martin, great man. Dude. Yeah. Martin Brando was something else. He was not the Don Corleone. But uh, I mean, you you like Don Corleone? He was cool. We gotta bring this back to the podcast. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's, 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 let's gonna let, me wa- let me watch it because I got some yeah, stuff. Yeah, to yeah, say. yeah. Because yeah. me and Darlene watched it last night together. So she was like, I was like, I was about to go to bed. Like, what you think about this? I'm like, man. <laughs> All right, first, I'm gonna clap us out. Then we do the post show. If we got anything else to say, it's the I'm good, boy. I'm good. Appreciate you guys. Be good, boys. Be good, boys.